You're welcome. Usually we just start in on like a, a full conversation. Oh, is that right? We're yeah, live. I mean, most we're of the live. time, most of the time it's not that big of a deal. We got them, but we're making a big deal of it. Hey guys, fresh off the Doug Stanhope a, a show, a bunch of stuff. What's up? <laughs> Let's talk about it, Bob. I don't know. I mean, we had a we had a good week. We got. I'm. You're <laughs> oh, are we talking about this week instead of just this night? That's fair. This okay. week and this night. Good. I mean, we're replacing. Yeah. We yeah. had, we had the audio recorded already for uh, Saturday, but we already decided that that's probably not in play any longer. It was a bit of a mess. So, I, if I can't EQ out the, the car noise, the turbo, yeah, the Sabaru, we're only gonna have part of an episode for that. Uh, tap my tap my headphones up a little bit if it's not all the way up already. Beep boop. Turn my headphones up. Can, can you hear yourself, Jiffany? We got Jiffany. Yeah, Cricket. Hi everyone. Jiffany Smillis. We're all Jeffany Smillis. Our our resident beat master is uh, here. We're still figuring out the whole levels thing. Guys. In the it's studio. our fourth or third maybe podcast. Who knows? It's the third official podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna. We just got back from Doug Stanhope. It was a fun show. It was fun. And uh I made a fool of myself. <laughs> so yeah, weighing in, what what have you done so far this week to work on your stand up? We did a lot, I feel like. Yeah, no, I mean <clears throat> You tried to quit twice in the I last did couple days. Tried to quit twice this week. So I'm glad that you didn't convince me into quitting. But um I definitely need to figure out a, a good five minutes, I think, is my new goal. I'm going to I'm going to table my let's write a comedy album goal. That's a little ambitious. So, well, I feel like on this show like everything we work towards should be at the end goal of like hitting that next step. I oh, mean, it's every everything I've I ever done it. in comedy is like just figuring out like what my goals are for like that short time frame. Absolutely. And then putting stuff in motion. Like that's kind of along the lines of like that N- never have a day that you don't put effort towards what your goals are. Or not having a zero day, like trying, right. to, and I need to probably work on. I realize after listening and editing to these things and all the shit that I've been talking, uh, being a little bit more positive. <laughs> oh, stop, you but, silly goose! I mean, basically, just you should have more incremental goals as well. Exactly, because your goal, I feel like, doesn't have a cut and dry way to get there. Because even if I did complete it, like that's not that big of a deal. Like. <laughs> That's not something that anybody would strive for. Nobody right. else knows what writing a comedy album is. So I need to get something in the meantime. So five minutes at a time. Yeah, exactly. I need to get a good five minutes. And I've tried to do that in the past. I've written a lot of different five-minute sets. And we talked about it on the first podcast. Yeah. I just I just blow through them because they don't immediately hit. So I throw them in the trash. Instead of like, oh, wait a minute. Let's let's break down what I thought was funny in that five minutes and why I decided to tell that five minutes and boil that down to maybe, oh, I don't know, two minutes? Right. Yeah, because, I mean, like, try not to be as wordy. And, I'm like, very wordy on stage. Well, the way I put it so. in the in the car session that we had was, like, <laughs> distilling that funny exactly. like, down into just a little bit. And, like, maybe 
Like, because no matter what, whatever you're going to write is probably more wordy. It's probably got one or two minutes oh. of extra words getting to the point totally. than what you actually need or what's actually causing laughter. Absolutely. So, I mean, at that point in time, like, you can try mixing it up a little bit, which I know is a hard part for you here. Yeah. But it's like the that's, more. That's what I'm here to learn, man. I'm just I'm just absorbing all of the comedy knowledge that I possibly can. Because. <laughs> I, 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 I don't feel know like how I, much knowledge there is here, but well, I mean, I feel like I got in my own lane so much where I was like, I know what's funny to me, but like right. it doesn't matter what's funny to me; it matters what's funny well, to the audience, the consumer. It's about the consumer. But I mean, at a certain point, though, like it, it is important. That's like the whole thing of like finding your voice. It, right. it is important to trust what you think is funny, but I mean, at the same time, you also have to understand that you're trying to get that thought process into someone else's mind. That's actually a really good point that you brought up is um, my voice. I don't have one of those yet. And I actually made that realization throughout the last seven days of life that I don't, I don't have a comedy voice yet. I'm still just trying to write sticky nonsense. That's going to be like middle America funny. And like, that's sure. I mean, that, that works when you're first starting out and you can learn how jokes work and all that fun stuff. But like at some point I either need to pivot out of being just like open mic or guy that's just going to do this, these jokes that I think are yeah. funny and how dare you not think my jokes are funny. Cause I'm going to tell the same ones every time, but at the same time I'm going to tell the jokes the same jokes for a long time from now on because I need to work on it. Well, and, and like, I that's mean, a different thing. I don't think because you don't necessarily need to pander. Like you don't necessarily yeah. need to write your jokes with a certain audience in mind. It's just once you have the jokes and you're putting them out in public, you have to figure out how to make them work in front of different audiences. Yeah, I feel like when I first started to write jokes, I was trying to write jokes for the comedians in the local scene that I so much respected right like, i i just wanted to be into this like local comedy scene because these guys are all geniuses and like the shit that's going on in kalamazoo at when i first started coming up and now and and you know it i am very envious of it so i tried to write jokes to be into that scene instead yeah. of writing jokes that actually mean anything to me so a lot of the shit that i wrote early on was make-believe it, it's stuff that I could have been involved with, but my life is so boring that I haven't done any of these things, and I'm just kind of pretending. Like, yeah, and you gotta, you gotta like just be honest and like find right. a way to make your thoughts accessible. Like, you can't sit here and think that you're necessarily just like writing material or anything. Like, yeah, you're writing jokes and you're figuring out how to present your points in ways that make them like make people laugh and elicit a response. Right. But, yeah, but I, like, I don't need to go. I need to back away from trying to get that response out of it being like a groan or like a shock. You, like, Oh, well, not just that. You said cunt or yeah. something like, but let's settle down. I like, mean, the point is also to make the audience laugh, not to right. make like the comics laugh. Cause I mean, no matter what, right. like uh, the comics are either going to laugh or they're not going to, but guaranteed you nine times out of 10, like what's equally, if not more important though, is like how the r crowd responds to you. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, if someone is like, and then like just trying not to be hack, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like if someone's hack and they like, get the crowd to d cut up laughing, then no one respects them for that. But at the same time, if someone's only making a couple comedians go, ooh, then that's not 
the same or like it's not the same thing either also a lot of people in your audience probably have boring lives that's true so you could be a funny champion of somebody who has a boring life and that would be relatable (laughs) it's like a it's like a release valve for them in a way i have one of the most boring lives that you could possibly imagine i sit in my house most days other than when i'm here doing this podcast (laughs) this is the one time i get out a week yeah I'm like a well, shelter dog. That and bowling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and bowling. The bell curve. I get really drunk both times. <laughs> I mean, we're like sobering you up this time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm drinking coffee. We're good. Yeah, I'm not driving home tonight. Be safe, guys. Do the right thing. Don't be like me. I mean, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I mean, at that point, I feel like the most important goal for you to have right now, and this is what I was thinking of like since our last conversation is like the fact that you're used to like getting a little extra leeway of like, Oh, I can do six minutes here, seven minutes there, or I'm just going to hold out until I get put on a showcase. Like not that you do that on purpose. My buddy Bobby bills would give me six minutes all day, (laughs) but it's like, no, it's very selfish of me. I, I totally understand. And, and, and shame on me for getting into a room that says, Hey, five minutes, stupid. Not, you know what I'm saying, but like, do five minutes, that's your time. And I go, oh, my God, I can't do comedy tonight because I don't have this, this specific script right. boiled down to five minutes. Well, it's and I feel like six and someone, a half minutes. Like, shame on me. Well, and if someone sits there and, like, they're like, hey, well, not it's polite to the audience and the crowd or and the other comedians to stick to your time just because right, exactly. they have to sit through yours. You're wearing on the crowd like there's 100%. 20 other comedians who have to go up. You don't want to necessarily burn through it. It's like none of us are like Bill Burr. Right. And if, like, I'm, if I'm going to come up and smash for five minutes, I can do as much time as I fucking yeah, want. Well, but I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm years away from that right Well, now. and at the so same like, time, just... like, it's better to smash for five minutes than to – or even better to work on five minutes right. and bomb than to, like, be right. that guy who – doesn't get stage time anymore like egregiously exactly. gets booked because people think that you're too because he's to friends with the light. booker at yeah. shakespeare's because i get time cause <laughs> well I'm i mean friends. and there's some people that i give more time to but yeah. like no, i feel I like the most important thing to get good well no sticking to the five minute time though absolutely is you're if you don't have like a go-to five minutes that you could do at the drop of a hat why are you even doing comedy in the well, first place you're no one's gotten any opportunity because they didn't have five minutes. Like right. there's so many times when instead of like a 10 minute set, like they might, they like you're, you're more likely to be somewhere or like at a show and like the host knows that you do comedy and be like, Hey, you want to do a five minute spot? And you yeah. go, no, I can only so you, do seven. Yeah, and they're right like, all now. right, who's got five minutes and yep. is fine with it. That's a or very three. super huge. Good point. Like if somebody came up to me to tell me to, Hey, do you got five minutes right now? I'd be like, Hmm. I yeah. got six and a half. No, go fuck yourself. Yeah, then. no, no split second opportunities are seven to ten minutes long. Exactly. So, I need to boil my shit down. So, I think we're having uh, Frank or Narf. Yeah, out to Bobby Kelly. That's going to be the first time that I've recorded a set where I actually am going to listen to it on purpose. Yeah, well, that's important, too, in itself. Right. But we'll, that's a constant theme. Uh, but, but I'm going to start doing that more often. But, like, that, it's going to be a 10-minute set, that show, on yeah. the 28th. But I, I don't know. I just I need to, because like you said, I'm sure there's, I could put my, quote, five-minute joke out on an actual, you know, 
listen to it, mm-hmm. it's probably more like a three-minute joke. It's really not a five-minute joke. Well, I'm wasting a bunch might, of time. It might not even be that, but I mean, it's like, like I was saying before, um, and There's it might not come out, words. but it's like, you could probably write down, like, if you think it's a three-minute joke, maybe not even do your full set, but just do one joke at a time or one bit right. at a time and, like, sit there and actually write it out word for word the way you'll say it. Exactly. Because, I mean, this is advice I need to take myself. Is, yeah write it out the way you'll say it because it's good practice just to do that especially if it's something that you're working on constantly and that you can very easily like lock in because i mean honestly the best way to do it and you probably do it a little bit because you practice so much just on your own right <laughs> does it sound okay or yeah, i was just looking at the levels oh yeah the, sure all right. the waveforms are just tiny. oh we're zoomed out yeah 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 Learning to podcast 101, <laughs> you guys. I'm sorry I, I broke in there. But um, still learning this. We're getting it. Where was I at? Oh, I blew it. <laughs> no, you're I fine. I blew the whole thought process here. But, Good. okay, but that. if you sit there, I need to take this <laughs> advice myself, but it's just like if you take a three-minute bit that you think is a three-minute joke, like honestly the funny part of it, the meat of it could be 45 probably, seconds probably. Yeah, or like a minute long. Yeah. And then you decide like what's worth that extra time and what might not be or – whether or not it's relevant or if you really need that to carry into a follow-up in the next joke or if it doesn't take as much setup. Because, I mean, after you've made the joke, it takes less and less time to, like, call back to it or have it flow into another joke. Like, you've already set the scene. It's like if you're making a movie, like, you you set up the scene and then, like, the rest, it, it just feeds into itself and it explains itself. Like, you don't have to spend, like, you don't have to cut the flow of the scene to set up another set piece. If it makes you any happier, there's been times that I've had good sets, really good sets. The Paco set, for example, where after the fact, I go home, I'm like, man. That was bad. No, I said this thing for way too long, stupid. Like, that that could have been a 10-second setup, and I talked about it for, like, a minute. Right. It's just silly. Which, like, sometimes to me, you're just like, no, like, it's all. I rambled. It's all it's it's a perfect snowflake. I can't edit the snowflake. I'm, I'm so up my own ass that's a problem i need to get better at just being more humble (laughs) well i mean my one thing i try and work on is like if someone comes up to you after a show and regardless of how you felt you did like tonight i i mean i went cold to like stanhope's crowd who's all there waiting to see stanhope so i feel like you did seem a little nervous i was a little bit i mean it just wasn't as cordial and fun as i thought it would be i i just don't think anyone was like in uh like a party mood, like it's a Monday. Like they just had a long week. Like they've been on the road for a week. I didn't so mean to it was make like... you weird about it. I was just saying an observation no, no. that I made from the first row, mm-hmm. which is you did where five I was. minutes. Yeah, I did five yeah. minutes up front. Um, but I mean, it's just like the the when I listen, like on stage, it's like it just the crowd wasn't really into it yet. Like I mean, it wasn't really. Yeah. I only had five minutes to do, and I and, don't think I really wasted a bunch of time. And, but... and that format of a show is um is it against the rules to in in okay, so let's say a Doug Stanhope show like we did tonight. Yeah, is that against the rules to come out and do that like pre-show five minute warning kind of thing? Is that not? I a mean, thing they that just didn't want to do it. Okay, they just kind of totally run fine. things. That's totally fine. I was, I was just curious because usually you know, I do, but yeah. I mean, I feel like that might prepare the crowd a little bit better because they don't know like which that was songs. My only, yeah, I was just they don't know which songs are going to mean that the show is going to start. Like, right. Because that show could have started then or, like, whenever. So that's probably part of it. But, I mean, when I listened back to it, like, on the way back here, 
I mean, I got some really good laughs in certain spots. And Jesus, I Jesus, you're already listening to your shit within an hour. And yeah, I, I have never listened to <laughs> anything I've ever done on stage. Well, what I just the record the audio on my phone, and then that's a new I, goal, I think. Listen yeah. to your sets. So yeah, it's micro like, goal. So yeah, my homework for you is like work on a five minute, five set, minute set and like try and record it. Try to record idiot. every single one. You got a voice recorder on your phone, don't you? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, know. the audio doesn't sound great, but you don't have to listen to it even more than that you one do time because you have a really good setup for that i've already got like five gigs on my fucking phone of just like the well, last you can put it on my cloud then, dog. <laughs> i don't give a shit uh, well it I'll probably send it my it'll way it'll take a while to like fill, fill up more room on my phone well yeah and every time i try to play one of the shit you send me on drive it doesn't work at well all, i mean so. i've been videotaping like 50 50 <laughs> on my sets like i don't think it's really worth it more like when there's not a good spot for it because it's not like i have a lens for my phone right um, no, I'm not worried about the video. I'm just more worried about the, I need to hear myself yeah. talk. And well, this yeah. has been therapeutic for me, this podcast in general. Like, I have never listened to myself as much as I've listened to myself in the last two weeks. I told you it'd be helpful. It's creepy. It's weird to me. And it's it's helpful <laughs> just to, like, for writing and stuff. Just, but, like, because, I mean, like, the stuff that I started with was, like, the dead dad stuff and, like, midlife yeah. crisis. So that's it's, rough. like. That's a rough start. I mean, that didn't help my case at all, like. They, it was just kind of a a real dead laughter. But you want to know what the thing is like that I was fine with is they were quiet. Like they yeah. weren't sitting there yelling at me. They or were hollering. listening. And actually, we were yeah. talking earlier in the driveway about like sometimes when people are quiet, it doesn't mean that they're not liking what you're saying. They're just listening. And that's something you told me last week. And I really need to take that to heart. It was like because, three days ago. <laughs> well, I was trying to be no. That's fine. Know, in, in, in the guise of this podcast, I, I mean, there's probably thing. a lost episode in between here and oh, there sure. that'll come out when yeah, we need you'll, bonus you'll content. It. You'll find a, a car thing at some point. But I feel about that. But yeah, that's a very important thing for me to realize that you're not gonna you're not gonna make somebody you're not gonna make the entire crowd laugh every thirty seconds. Yeah. So to think that you're gonna do that is insane. I'm insane, so... Well, you get, like, dashes here and there. That's something that I've thought before. It's like, if I can't make these people laugh every 20 seconds, then why am I doing comedy? No, that's an insane thing. I just need to make my premises and my my lead-ups more engaging. They don't have to be funny, necessarily. The joke is the funny part. I'll get to the joke at the end, but, like, I need to make the lead-ups be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now my lead-ups are very archaic and weird and very specific. Where you might as well just be like, what's the deal? With what's the deal yeah. with airline peanuts, you guys? <laughs> They're for dickheads. Fuck you for eating those. So, yeah, you you get exactly what I'm saying. So that's something that I definitely need to work on. But if I frame myself into a five-minute set of time, that's really going to help with that, I think, even automatically. Yeah. Because right now, if I was to say, oh, I'm going to tell five minutes of jokes, that's going to be one premise in my stupid brain. But right. I need, I need to just... Well, maybe instead of... I need to of, fit three premises instead of Well, maybe of instead of set. even that, like, I mean, something I've tried sometimes is, like, if I'm already at, like, three minutes on something, right. aside from, like, trying to start with something that works... And then work on new material for the middle three minutes and then something that works for the end. Because, I mean, that's better for the audience and that, like, makes people like your set more just because you're you're learning how to be funny in five minutes. But, I mean, if that's not the end goal, then, like, you can spend that whole five minutes just riffing one bit. Yeah. So, basically, you can try and write more material around that. Because, I mean, honestly... I don't have a riff skill yet. I know, but if it's... (laughs) 
it's not about riffing on the point though either it, or on the spot it's about writing more material like trying more tags or trying to take that to story to another place because like that's like when you watch someone like a professional or like Stanhope who doesn't just do small bits like he doesn't just do 30 seconds on a topic and then go to the next he topic. He didn't do any bits tonight. I mean like he kind of did. Like I mean he at had at the end yeah. He had like he, topics. He came but... in, yeah, yeah. And that's that's amazing to see but even somebody just that the... just gets out there and can just <clears throat> Even just the stuff that he's riffing on, though, he doesn't riff on it for, like, 30 seconds and then move right. to the next thing. He was riffing on stuff for just, for like... minutes 10, on a time. Five or yeah, ten minutes. five to ten minutes on a, at a time. So it's, like, try and do that with a little bit of preparation of, like, all right, this is the direction that I want to take this joke and then just stretch it. I feel like that's almost dangerous for someone like me uh, to try and do because I'm going to go, okay... Well, I'm going to be exactly like Stanhope then. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, going to do exactly what that guy did on stage, and because I don't, I, I haven't. That it goes back to finding my voice. I haven't found my voice yet, so I'm just right well, now trying takes, to. I'm, I'm trying to mimic things. And I'm that, trying to be, you know, what I think is. I've seen other people do funny things. And I'm trying to be funny. Well, that's what I mean. A lot of people do when they're first starting. Honestly, like, yeah, but I. I you're not you're not unique God. in that you but you I gotta sound get like I, I gotta get beyond first starting now and and okay I understand that uh, let me let me be straight with you for a second I get it I haven't come out and done stand up in years and I, <laughs> I took some years off but it doesn't mean that I stopped writing jokes and it doesn't mean that I stopped thinking that I want to try and be a comedian I don't think that your respect in the local scene should be dependent on how much time you come out and spend here. Well, you're unless, unless I had 10 sets in a row where I tell the same five jokes and they're dog shit and they bomb, which I'm up to three now to be fair, to be fair. I'm up to three bombs right in a row with the same jokes. So if I do that seven more times, I just, Mm. Well, just, your comedy career doesn't have to be dependent on how much other comedians respect you, though, well, either. I like all the other comedians I, here. I know. And, and their opinions of me are, are very important to me because well, they're all very smart. And every Dude, Kalamazoo, it's a let, me, let, me, group, let me just blow though. Kalamazoo for a minute. Kalamazoo yeah. comedy scene <laughs> is awesome. I like all the people that are here, and they're all very funny to me. And, and actually... The only reason that I ever got the balls to do this in the first place was watching all these guys do their. You know, I used to come out. I mean, and you, gals. Yeah, guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> PC ended up <sighs> left. Derail the whole lefty. Derails the whole thing. Of course. <laughs> you know, I I would start naming people, but I don't have time to name all of them, so I don't want to name some of them because I'm going to sound like a dick if I don't name everybody. But I, I mean, you know who you, you are, right? You you remember when I used to come out to every single comedy show before yeah, I ever even did comedy? I was I was out there every you know every single night just watching everybody's sets. I just I love comedy so much. Well, I think that was also like before you stopped coming around. Like you'd still come out and watch quite a bit too. Oh, definitely. I'm just saying. I, once I started doing it, I realized how amazing of a skill this thing is and i i realize that i i have it somewhere inside me that i can do it if i really get my mind to it but like all these other guys that you make this shit it, put your mind guys and it. gals guys <laughs> and gals let me let me interject with that 
they make it look so effortless that, I, pairs. that I'm just I'm so envious of anybody that can just get up there and just bop it up, bop Yeah. Let me just uh, flow into the next joke. Oh, that one didn't work. Let me just boop, 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 boop over here. Don't need to look at my notes. We're Fuck have you. To pay royalties on that. No, <laughs> I don't know the well, boop, boop, boop song. No, but I, yeah. Sorry, what? I'm just giving you shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I just want to be part of the team, you guys. But I mean, that's the thing, though. Is oh, that's, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying about like your, your value as a comedian, or like it doesn't have to. Because if you're sitting there waiting to be validated by, uh, people who you don't really know, then it, if you're not spending time getting to know them, then it's just not gonna happen the way that you might. Uh, want and it's not a bad thing to want to belong and I mean at that point the more you come around the more you belong like people respect you and appreciate you it's just I mean if you do, do well they? I don't know man I don't know either but I mean the thing is it's like <laughs> I feel like if you're doing well like no one's gonna feel like they need to go out of your out of their way to be like oh like you're doing okay okay because I mean so I need to get a five minutes I need to smash <laughs> yeah if you like crush then like definitely every people are night compliment I need to you. smash but that's, you got to think about it this way though is it's like you I mean like your last project like you were working primarily on your music so you yep. spent multiple times a week hanging out with your band improving your they hate me now. skill they, they don't i mean we don't have to get into any of i would that. love to get into that i mean we can get how into much the, time you got but it's like they don't really hate i me. haven't I'm made kidding. a point yet <laughs> the point but the point What's is up, steve and caleb <laughs> hello but the point is i like, still play drums by the way guys. <laughs> <laughs> the point is your that drums. we're trying to be positive the point is like they that was like your click that was your people like these this group of people, like any open mic scene, those right. people, like there's five, there's five open mics in Kalamazoo at one Confirmation point. Confirmation bias. There's still at, at least point. three, but it's not even that. It's just they are friends because they hang yeah. out all the time. So it's like they know each other very well. So I I know all of them because I also spend every single night of my life, like multiple times a week, just going out and working on jokes, like in the similar settings and like doing shows with the same people so you get to know them right. and that's why it feels clicky from well, the mean, outside is like no, I, and there's some people that have come out come from the outside and like just like felt too comfortable or just like talking shit and stuff to where like it it was abrasive at first until they finally got to a certain point where everyone realized that it was like you just accept the person so i mean it's like it's not something you can force it just happens I mean, you've been around. It's not like you haven't been. Like, I feel like you're more part of the scene than a lot of people that might have done it more for a shorter period of time, even. Right. But I don't know if I deserve to be part of the scene as all. Well. I'm very self-conscious. And um, I mean, with that's... everything I ever do. And I feel like my comedy writing, I have to think that it's good. Otherwise, I probably would have already killed myself by now. Right. Yeah. So, like, I it. I think that the things that I say are funny. Lots of times there's shit that's dicey, which is some things, which is why I'm using you as a filter now. This is a good, you're, <laughs> you're a good buffer. You're a good buffer between me and the stage. But like, I don't know. I, I just, I guess I need to just come out more. Even if I'm not doing comedy, I just need to be there more. I mean, or... it's just, it's participating. Right. And, you know, I don't know. It's fine. Like I just I'm 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 in a rut right now. I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit about the Kalamazoo scene or anything. Everything here is great. I love being <laughs> here doing comedy. But like I'm in a bad place. 
Yeah, I mean, and we're we're trying I to be... I need to get more gooder at it. <laughs> more gooder at your bad, bad comedy. Right. I mean, like, but that's, like, what we were talking about earlier, though, is just the fact is, like, basically watching Stanhope do a bunch of things that for yeah, lesser... off the top of his head. Or less... For non... Because basically in comedy, there's, like, open micer. Yeah. There's... Non-paid regular. I mean, I don't. That's like at the store, like actual comedy clubs. You know I'm a non-paid I mean? regular at non- Shakespeare's, <laughs> motherfucker. If I'm not a non-paid regular at Shakespeare's, then what is a non-paid regular at Shakespeare's? <laughs> but I mean, at I'm least there frequently. in the Midwest. Really? In the no Midwest, money. it's like you're an open micer, <laughs> or you can feature. MC, right? Feature open micer or like MC headline. feature headline. Yeah, but sure. then, like from there, it's like you're you're either a comedian. Like, even then, like, there's Which comedians, there's plenty of comedians that could headline, like, Shakespeare's. But there's also the difference between uh, a good headliner and a headliner who's famous and will sell 200 tickets. Like, there's a big difference there. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you're either, like, it's like being professional, but with varying levels of actual commercial success let me just ask you your opinion um is the end game in your head comedy wise uh you're a comedian you do comedy all the time i am um you do some great shows with some nationally touring acts all the time yeah is your end game to be famous at this i don't know if that's even possible okay let me rephrase i'm happy with where i'm at right now but i want to keep taking it to the next level I don't know what what it is necessarily. I mean, right now it's just continuing to book shows and getting bigger comedians. Like, what, I want to. What is the thing about comedy that makes you happy? Question mark. It's a good question. Wow. Go. It could be more than one thing too. I mean, I I enjoy the like. It's a good artistic expression that I feel that. Uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just saying I'm getting into my own head right now. Yeah. And you're forcing me to expel thoughts <laughs> I have. I mean, it's I just enjoy comedy in general. I like laughing. I like sharing laughter. Like I mean, right now what I find is like trying to write material about topics that I feel aren't necessarily funny, but Right. I mean, my You're main, getting a little edgier lately. I've noticed that. I mean, it's like I don't... I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't I don't even say call edgy. it edgy. I don't want to mean to say more edgy. More political um, and more... A I, little bit more political, but also a little darker than you usually have been. But in a hilarious <laughs> way. But like, like in a, what's, in a, in a what's good, so dark? Like well, my dead, dead dad joke? Yes, that's very... The, the way that you come into that is, is <laughs> like, very dark. I, like, I need to keep figuring out how I caused that one person to give an applause for saying my dad was dead well, at Hastings. Oh, so... <laughs> I don't I, know what I did. <laughs> I hope at least that segment of the car cast makes it because we have to at least have that segment. Yeah. So I'm going to assume at this point of this podcast because that is ex- a thing that exists because I feel that like I'm referencing pretend, that podcast too much, but yeah. That pretend accidental. Like it was just one clap. Do you want to get into this or do you want to assume that we're going to have that on the other cast? I mean, we can get into it. Get Let's into get into it, it right now. Get into Fuck it. that car cast. This guy. Okay, so Bob's doing a show. I'm not mad at him. It was hilarious. No, it's amazing. It's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And I love that guy so much because he felt... Because I got to watch it from the audience's side of the thing. You were on stage. Because so I said really... something that they they enjoyed enough to give some clapping to, to the... Or, yeah, okay. Right before that, 
you you had because that was really early in your set. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, well, so I did the you, you I had did your the Bobby joke. Bill thing. You had your Bobby Bill thing, which is always just a good just oh, my, middle America. My shit. midlife. Oh no, 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 never you mind. Didn't get into that, that leads yet. into midlife. Crisis. So you do the Bobby Bills thing. You get the audience on your side. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's there's a clap at Bobby Bills because you do the white trash thing with Bobby Bills. Yeah, and everybody claps. So everybody's used to giving you. You've gotten one applause break now. And then immediately you turn the corner and go, so my dad's dead. And then one guy goes, and, 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 you, and I watched I that like, guy. I watched him regret doing it. I fucking it. watched that guy as his hands came together. It was like he was having an out-of-body experience. <laughs> it was like a slow motion his, car his hands crash. Were, and he tried to stop. And that's why it wasn't a smack. It was more of just like a. Because, like, he was trying to stop his hands from coming together already because he heard the rest of your sentence. <laughs> but you, you set it up in such a way that's like, this is an applause break joke. That he's like, yeah, <laughs> bang, oops, whoopsie daisy. That's a, a dead parent joke. And, and he felt I, really bad after yeah. it, but also not at all because that's such well, an amazing I, room. I made light of it in a way. Like, I wasn't calling him out on right. it. Like, just, no, no. I'm, but I was like, oh, yeah, you're that excited? Right, right. And, <laughs> or, like, and, it cracked me up. Yeah, and and that room, uh, Waldorf's Brew Pub, Hastings, you guys. Once Shout every out to Matt Harper. Quarter. They do it once a quarter? Every quarterly. two months. Quarterly. Okay. Go there. Buy tickets. Go watch shows there. It's an amazing show. Those people were all there to see jokes. And when somebody makes a faux pas like that, like everybody in the room realized it. Even if you didn't while you were on stage, yeah. everybody in the entire room kind of had like a <laughs> chuckle. And then you, I, I noticed you, you, the table, and then right, and you, you made a point of it, and then everybody goes crazy because yeah. like they're like, okay, God, this guy is with us because he's <laughs> in the moment on stage. So he's not just some guy like like old two thumbs over here. Just coming out and just regurgitating it's like some that could have been any of us. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if I was to have gone oh, up yeah. on stage and if I was to do and that same set, about your dad being, I would have been like, "Shut up, stupid! I need to get through the rest of my script, joke, idiot." And but you go, "Oh, really? Like, oh, blah 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 blah," and you addressed him, and it was perfect, and it was that, that was the perfect moment in that room. That was an amazing joke, and that was an amazing moment. Like I even, even, joke, no, even if the, that's not it was a an joke. amazing moment for sure. Even, even if that's not a I think, joke, I think it, that's one of the things I do love it, about comedy is like the unexpected right. interactions and right. stuff like that. Like that's and, definitely a good part. That was whether or not you could even tell while you were on stage or not. That was that was more almost more of an amazing moment than you even realized. That was like because, the best part of my entire set. <laughs> well, and that's okay. You're you're allowed to have a best part of your set, and even though I, yours I blew came my out load little, like thirty seconds that's, in, that's fine. Don't don't get in your own head. I'm trying to give myself advice uh, through my own thoughts to you right now. Yeah, because you are you know I don't need to give you any goddamn. No, advice that's fine. I, but I don't mean to come back just with like <laughs> like like focus in on those moments like that because that was that was a very that was a cool thing to see from the crowd side. Right. Of it, is well, all and that's that's because, the thing is if I can figure out how to do that on purpose, that's the best joke. Well, ever. but it's almost better that you didn't. It's almost better that that was just like an right. oopsie daisy, just like and a not random like a taking advantage yeah. of the audience. Because yeah, yeah you, you don't want to go lowest. Yeah, because because I I do a lot of lowest common denominator shit, and I feel like a lot of times I try to elicit those reactions. Uh, on purpose, and you you can't you can't get those yeah. kind of moments on purpose. 
I feel like a lot of times I try and like one thing I used to try like the way I used to write my jokes it was kind of more self-deprecating which works in like a like the way I'm about to describe it works in like an interpersonal setting but I always tried to make it so like it was some of the punchlines were like as if I was the dumb one but it doesn't yeah. work that well if you're always making the joke from that perspective right um you don't want to punch down that, on yourself or that like you're well not even just that but like you're ignorant to a topic that you're bringing up and also the crowd is trying to trust you to make a point about something and then you're just like yeah look at this idiot right here like unless it's like something dumb that you did like and that's genuine and real if you're just like right, making yeah. making up make believe and leading the crowd through an idea that you're just like oh yeah it's funny because i'm stupid like it doesn't work that way so you must have seen me do stand-up at some point <laughs> because okay so here's the thing i feel like all, that's all the thing those, i've stopped trying to do all those different five minute sets i used to talk about writing like 85 percent of that was make-believe yeah not to say that it couldn't have been something that i have an opinion about but my life is so fucking boring that i've never done any of these mundane things that i'm writing jokes about and that's why the jokes aren't you know, genuine is because I haven't really been at the grocery store when some asshole did this one thing, or I haven't really catfished somebody on Tinder with a fake girl's I profile. Mean, it would be funny if somebody did, but I haven't done it. So like, how dare I try to write material about it? I need to make my material more. Again, I need to find my voice. I need to find out what the fuck is funny to me. But lately, which is why I've been getting so down on myself, things that are funny to me are kind of dark and that's yeah. bad and i mean it's not, not it's not ideal, bad to be dark i mean but i'm punching down lately because my life sucks yeah so let's get my life to be a little better and then i'll <laughs> stop trying to make fun of things that are bad i almost said a thing that i would have regretted i would have made you cut out on this podcast. <laughs> don't 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 write jokes with no. bowling alley people <laughs> Well, no, the bowling alley joke is fun. I'm just so, saying, you know. So, like, if you write your jokes in a bowling alley, does it always smell like cigarettes? I wish, man. I the wish joke. there was. I wish there was still a building that you could smoke inside of. That's fascism, if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you like to talk about fascist, Bob. Let's talk about fascists. Anyways, uh, do you want to take a break here? Yeah, uh, we can take real a break quick. if you're ready to. Yeah. I mean, should we, uh, with, well, that was quite the weigh in. We're like 30 minutes. Oh, in. yeah. No, this is, uh, you got a lot of weight on your shoulders. I do. I'm carrying the weight <laughs> of the world on my shoulders, Bob. Okay, Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get into the people with limps either. Oh, not well, yet. Not yet. We'll, we're getting, we're going to get, we'll there. break it down and talk about being funnier than whatever the negative thing is you're being. Exactly. Um, it's important. To but me. yeah, as far as, I don't know, should we just get into, my weight loss so far in the second half. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, okay. no. We'll, we'll do that right or, now. We'll weigh in right now. Because, uh, I Boom. mean, as of right now, I, it's, I don't know. It's probably good that uh, it'll bring it back into a more realistic. I'm sorry. I selfishly weighed no, in with my fine. stupid comedy horseshit for I a mean, half hour. No, I mean. I have a, a lot, lot on my it, mind right now. A lot of it's been, like, just <laughs> talking about food and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've been having a pretty good week, but uh, I'm, I'm up to, like, uh, I think I was down a little bit lower, but. Right now, I'm right. When I weighed myself earlier today, it was after I drank my protein shake and 16 ounces of well, water. That's seven pounds at least. <laughs> uh, at least it was a pound and a half, probably. But uh, I'm gonna when say I, seven. When I weighed myself today, it was like two, or I'm three? sorry, three twenty-two. 
So I don't no. mean to be an asshole, but no, I'm no, just no, no. Keep I keep you. doing that. I know. I keep, like I realize like that. I, I went to the doctor and I accidentally said, like, I just stepped on the scale at like three twenty six, and I was like, yeah, I weighed two two thirty the other like, week. Jesus Christ, are you a like, wizard? Yeah, where's the tumor? Shape all over the place. But yeah, so three twenty three is what we'll call it for today. Okay. So then it'll be more impressive when I lose a ton of weight next week. <laughs> But let, let's be for real. In in two weeks of time, you're talking about eight pounds here, right? That's well, not nothing. It hasn't has it only been two weeks. Or... It's been three weeks. But don't tell the audience <laughs> that we're breaking the fourth wall, you guys. It's really still, been three weeks. No, it's fight it, us. Well, it's been about well <laughs> since I actually started going downwards. Because when we first started, I weighed three thirty one point four was the starting the point, and then once we recorded um, for the actual. First podcast yeah, was right, at three thirty, and then yeah, so now I'm in the low three twenties. So there you go, keep it going. We're doing man. pretty good. It's a lot of liquid in my diet, but it's I haven't done veggies. shit for comedy. Yeah, you haven't it. even written in your notebook. I yet, know you fucking charlatan texting in my phone like an idiot. No, no, Jared. Jared Hibbs said that he texts himself his jokes. Thank so you, I Jared. I really appreciate you. your support <laughs> in these trying times. <laughs> when you're trying to every, get my shit every together, every time I think of a joke, I need to text it to myself. Like, I hey. saw you when you came to the Doug Stanhope show. I tried to save a spot for you, but you didn't seem interested in that which is okay totally okay you probably had another spot figured notice out notice me <laughs> be friends with me you guys oh god well as an outside observer i did notice you drinking a lot of water tonight at the show yeah oh, yeah. yeah plenty of water at least three cups i think i witnessed yeah like i had one too hard and i was feeling floaty <laughs> i think it's because i i haven't been eating that many carbs like they say like i've been kind of doing like a modified version of keto like i i've been just are you well in general i'm just avoiding bread and trying to like eat sugar. more protein no sugar yeah i don't think i've had that much sugar i ate some chocolate the last two days sugar is the devil well i do i do have every once in a while i do eat those chocolate chips too, so. i'm saying man you need that's, a little bit of that's why stanhope pretty much just referenced me having sex as if i was shamu so i pretty much got fat shamed by a legend tonight so yeah that's all right you you didn't make a, a much of a fool of yourself in front of stan hope as I yeah. we'll talk about that after the break guys we'll be right back all right we're gonna we'll take a break back. thank you guys Everybody, I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And we want you to listen to another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. Each week we bring in a comedian to help us talk about our awkward teen years. And the movies that got us through it. We talk about movies like Stand By Me. Clueless. Little Shop of Horrors. Baseballs. And so many more. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and anywhere you find your podcasts. So we look forward to you joining us on another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. <laughs> I'm leading Jesus Christ. Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> no, how do you feel? No, I'm leading this podcast. Right yeah, now. you are leading this podcast. And that's you good. remember you remember the first time that we came down here and started recording and uh, you remember the first five minutes were okay and then you said we're recording and my eyes crossed and my fucking brain melted. I was worried. I thought I was yeah. gonna have to you find broke a my new brain. Co-host. Yeah, you broke my brain with that. Well, but I was now like, we're I was, in a good place with it. Well I was just like, dude, like why is it such a big deal just to 
be in the moment and do I, this. And you're I, like, it I, doesn't make sense. I don't sense. have a good answer for that. Yeah. I, I really don't. But anyways, so Which enough about my, my mediocre, semi-amateur, mostly amateur comedy career. Well, Let's I mean, talk about something different. <laughs> what's, what's your... Uh, well, okay. what I wanted to talk about, because you're leading... No, you're leading the podcast. I don't want to take that lightly. I'm this... going into my short-time goal. Yes, okay. I, I agree. Five minutes is, is a new goal. So, so scratch out the, the comedy album goal, you guys. That's in the distance. Well, that's just the that's overall the goal. It's like, because right. I'm still losing like sure. three pounds at a time. And I'm I, not and I, I need something overnight. That would be concerning. I, <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> it's have like, AIDS. bro, you got cancer. <laughs> yeah. You're eating broth, just broth and, and a humidifier and, and a bathrobe. You're dying. But, uh, <clears throat> but no. So, wait a minute. Sorry. What's happening? Baby, baby watch. Oh, baby watch. 2019. You guys. Don't don't tell Doug Stanhope you have kids. Baby apparently. watch. Yeah, don't do that at all. <laughs> he will lock into it and make fun of you. But he's he's like a crocodile in a death roll. <laughs> yeah, I I am envious of how much Doug Stanhope made fun of you tonight, only because <laughs> of how terrible the picture that I took with him was. I'm the asshole. I didn't even know it until it was happening. That like I'm the dickhead in that situation. That made me feel sad. Well, it was just funny because you were just trying. To, I feel like you were just trying to be funny. I didn't want to just be like one of those bros that comes into like, hey, I'm gonna buy merch from you. I'm hanging out with you after the show. I was like, well, let me just you know well, you're, talk to this guy as a comic. Well, I'm that's, not really a comic. I mean, I'm that, pretending. that's the thing though. Is like, I mean, I've been, I've I don't know. I've still only run a handful in the grand scheme of things, like shows like that. But when you have a headliner like. When they're like that, a lot of people want to see. Like you got to be respectful of their time. Right. So and it's shame like, on me. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Well, I mean, I shame, like I'm I'm I forced you into it. I forced you. I to mean, take you, me back there and to take <laughs> that picture and shame on. Not you. necessarily. I mean, I you were like I really want a Come picture, on, and I was like, well, if you want a chance at well, well, shit on me a little bit because that was that was you inappropriate. Were, you were going a little bit manic about my, it. My time frame was a little inappropriate. I should have been more reasonable. Well, like I told else you. At that well, show. I told you, like when we were standing there, like okay, because you're like, I really want a picture and say what up, and I'm like, well, well, that's he's... not true. This was weeks ago that I said that. Okay, that but no, right. like tonight though, you're like you were. I was just you milling were like, about. You were like, I'm waiting to go talk to him. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that I can go talk to this gentleman because I am gun shy with everything you I've mean, ever done. Well, what life. else needs to be told to you aside from the line of people waiting to talk to him while um, the people at the front of the line are sitting there I talking would li- I would, I would like some uh, a line of virgins to go down on their hands and knees so I can step over them to walk to Doug Stanhope because I am the exalted one. I'm kidding. These are jokes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are they? Yeah, no, they're not. Exalted ones. I have, I have a way too high of opinion mm-hmm. of myself. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a, mm-hmm. um, cold brew coffee is very strong, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's stronger than regular coffee. Oh, it's very much stronger. You're never going to sleep coffee. again. I'm, I hope I don't. <laughs> um, but I, I feel you're like I... Well, aside from the... The existential dread of right. like your my normal pas. existence, yeah, my well, normal well, existence. That, the general that ex- coupled with your dread. crippling social faux pas yeah, today, <laughs> definitely, and a good heaping helping of cold brew coffee mm-hmm. will make sure that you do not sleep until four o'clock. Oh, never again! Thursday. I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> this tastes like uh, straw. There's tastes yeah. like there's hay in. This. I haven't tasted that one yet. I feel like you're supposed to mix something with it. I feel like I'm not supposed to be drinking never this without mix anything. again. 
But uh, but yeah, so I've co-opted too much of this this uh, podcast with my comedy horseshit. So I have a I have a much more short-term goal than even a five minutes. Okay, I would like to tell you about. Are it. you talking about like in general or just this episode? I'm talking about Garbage <laughs> Mountain, is what I'm talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about Garbage Mountain right now? Um, yeah, we can start with Garbage Mountain. That's fine. My twenties. I'm thirty now, so I'm not in my twenties anymore. And congratulations. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It, it's hard to ask for birthday presents when you're 30 because you feel silly. Like, buy me an Xbox game. Can I have my a pony? parents? Yeah, right. My parents, who are only you know 30 years away from how old I am, but they <laughs> certainly have been adults for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I got one of the best birthday presents I've ever gotten. What'd lately. you get? It was from my dad. He's gonna buy me. A twenty-yard dumpster. Ooh, dang! Or no, sorry, sorry, a ten-yard dumpster. Let's ten not yard. get let's not get away so, from ourselves. How's a ten-yard dumpster? How's that guys. compared to like a, a dumpster at a restaurant? Oh, it's big and giant. If you can picture it, <laughs> if you can picture a dumpster at a restaurant, let's picture that yeah. times. Put three of those in a row. Ooh! So it's going to take up. The majority of my driveway. Oh, yeah. For you 10 said days. it was like a semi trailer. Oh, yeah. It's all of a semi trailer. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is when I moved into my house, silly foreclosure, yada, yada. We won't get into it. Uh, the bank left a bunch of construction waste in my garage. Oh, nice. So I've never really had a garage up yeah. until just recently. I've only owned my house, luckily. I mean, I've only lived there for like, I don't know, how's nine, that, nine years. How's that smell uh, when the bank leaves their waste in your uh, garage? It, it just, it smells like the first floor of my house worth of carpet. So it's, <laughs> it's not really aggressive, but it's just a bunch of shit that I don't know how to get rid of. Just smells mildewy. Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to do like with this? Like it's been rained on. So... You know, I have a bunch of garbage. If anybody needs some dishwashers, you come hit your boy up in the next week. But work? by the time you hear this, it's already going to be at a landfill. So <laughs> take that, society. Um, but yeah, so this Thursday, I will have a dumpster dropped off at my house. Yeah. And I'm going to put every piece of my 20s into that dumpster all of it send it to space <laughs> i don't know what they do with it after it would... i get rid of it i don't give a shit what they do with like, it like give it to nasa yeah, they I, don't need care. This. I don't care you can give it to elon musk and send it up to fucking mars for all i care i don't give a it'll shit cost, where it goes it'll cost 60 million dollars right. to Who put cares? it into orbit it only cost me several hundred dollars which i didn't have which is why i needed it for a birthday present is but, this uh, the same as a tesla roadster pretty much it might as well be put it on the falcon heavy <laughs> Are you going to put the dishwashers into the uh, into the dumpster in sync the same way that the Falcon Heavy boosters land on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> and then your neighbors are like, ah. Yeah, well, well, those those dishwashers are going to have to make room for several toilets somehow. Don't <laughs> don't worry about how I got several toilets in my house that are garbage. Don't how, worry about that. How did did you have something? To they do were with there that? when I moved you in. Just take some monster dumps. I no, I inherited several toilets, Ooh. several dishwashers, a whole couch, a was bunch that, of carpet. Was that house previously owned by a it dishwasher was, and toilet tycoon? <laughs> it was foreclosed on. Uh, from an alcoholic. It oh, turns out. funny oh. story. So he was taking monster dumps, right? And that's probably why all this shit ended up in the garage, and the yeah. bank decided to give up on it after, um, before or after they stripped the house for well, copper. I actually stripped the house. They didn't strip the house for copper. Funny story. So you're on I crack. Did. Okay. Yes, right. I am. <laughs> I smoke crystal methamphetamines. Not really. Jesus Christ. Um, 
but yeah, so uh, when I got into the house and started remodeling it, I went down to the basement, which was, yeah. quote, finished. Like this Blanket Forest Studios right now. Let's give a shout out to Blanket Forest Studios. What's up? Church. This is a very finished basement. Mine is kind of like this. Yeah. But, but if you pictured this, but like not real walls, like they're fake. Like and they, cinder block? Well, they were drywall um just smashed on top of the the studs like they didn't even put like a, yeah they a didn't wall. try it all there's no there's no insulation they 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 made it look like it's finished but yeah. really uh but funny story in between the walls that they built yeah. some alcoholic built um when i moved in i pulled out 187 empty pint bottles of pop-off what and i found one of them that had a price tag on it of 298. You can't even get that stuff for that cheap anymore, can you? I don't think you've been able to get a pint of Popov for 298 since the 70s. Dude, that person's dead, right? I hope so. You should have started a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. All I'm saying though is I have a lot of garbage at my house that I inherited and I've just been looking at it for this whole time because it's apparently very How long very have you expensive. owned your house since like 2010? Uh, longer than that. Yeah, 9 yeah, 9 years. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've got you yeah, literally sure. have like your whole yeah. 20s like the whole decade. This is my entire 20s going into a dumpster. I wish I could set it on fire but they you're not allowed to do that. So you, you have to just give them the <laughs> not garbage. Not in the city anyway. Well, sure. Exactly. I might take something ceremoniously and just take it out to my grandparents' house's property in the woods and just light it on fire, Viking funeral style. <laughs> but the majority of it has to just go into the ocean, maybe? I don't know what they do. <laughs> what are they doing with our garbage? I mean, I, it depends on how bad the landfill fuck is. Fuck whales, by the way. <laughs> well, if you want to... <laughs> What what if whales just really liked eating plastic? And all these dead whales with plastic inside of them are just the rich whales because plastic is a delicacy to whales. And these are just all the oil barons. These are the, the, the Bill Gates of whales are the only ones that we see dead on the beach. Fuck them, right? Because they can afford yeah, plastic. Right, exactly. Whales. They can afford all the plastic they want to eat. Fuck them. Because they can afford health care. Yeah. To get it out. Plastic is caviar to whales, basically. If, if we saw a human being that was dead from eating too much much caviar fuck them right yeah that's hey, fair. they're the worst fuck you whales. Right. fuck you whales yeah fuck the whales that that's that, that's a stance i'm willing to take because i don't think a whale is going to come here See, and fight me over. so i mean the thing is if someone gets upset over that type of joke like if you, is that something that you've been working on a little bit but that, okay. that that's punching down to an inanimate object a whale yeah. a whale isn't a person <laughs> whales technically are real but like are they really I mean, I mean, have you are... ever seen one? <laughs> I've never seen one. I just like go like when you you ever like what is it thalassophobia or whatever if you're like in the middle of deep water and like swimming. Oh my god, how much time do you have to talk about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I am very <laughs> that thing. I But like just you think of like how many big fish are underneath you and stuff. I've been in lakes before but that are on, 4 feet. Hold okay. On. Okay. Like the thing is uh we'll get to my phobias like, at some other That's episode. so that's such a um irreverent thing like it's so ridiculous that you're obviously mostly joking but right. still at the same time like you're kind of I mean I guess like if you figure out what your through line is like why or if there is no why I don't then... have a through line I just think yeah. it's funny to shit on so, dead whales so cuz you guys what... take this way too seriously and I I I understand there's way too much plastic in the ocean, right? I'm not going to I'm not going to deny that. But it's funny that 
the only time we ever hear about it is every three years, there's a dead whale that yeah. shows up. Fuck that whale. <laughs> then you need, Maybe he shouldn't have ate that many goddamn plastic bags. Then you need some dynamite right. to blow it up to well, get it off your fine. beach, and then you're spreading more microplastics. <laughs> that's fair. Maybe he was just playing with our plastic. Do you think they actually use dynamite, or do you think they use C4? They used dynamite worse. back in the 70s. It was a disaster. <laughs> I saw that video. Did you ever see that video? Yeah. Oh, it was in San Francisco or something. They There was a whale on the beach, and they put some dynamite in it, and everybody got way far away, and then they set it off. I think like, everyone's seen that video. Shit, we're not far enough away. We should have ran way farther get, away than this. They got a dead whale shower. And then they got dead effluence of a whale Gross. rained down on them. Yes. Ambergris. Exactly. Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Priceless hamburgers. But um Futurama quote, you owe the yeah, jar ex- a oh, dollar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See? And I was only eighty percent yeah, sure. Was an 80% that was a, that was a twofer. That's a twofer. I owe the jar two nickels for that one. Because uh-huh. that was both of them. But anyways, um yeah, so Jesus Christ, where was I? Garbage Mountain. Yeah, back to Garbage Mountain. So th- this is going to be a very important thing, and this is something that I do definitely want to document for the podcast because I've been needing to do this for so long, but it's been a financial thing yeah. for me. And it's it's hard to, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you, you know you own a house that you can barely pay for and you're just kind of getting by. And you don't have time to chainsaw your carpet yeah. and do it. Well, no, it's not even that. You, you just, for you, junk pickup day. You, you just don't have an extra $700 yeah. to have all these people come pick up these, these uh, you know, appliances and shit, right. toilets and all these other fucking things. Yeah, I, you can't even sell them, but now so you got to get rid of them. My dad did me a super huge salad with my birthday this year and that's so lame that that's like one of the best birthday presents i've ever gotten that's a dumpster that's like, like the what most, the fuck is my life he's at like 30? he's like you're 30 now get your shit was it your idea or his idea a little bit of both he's <laughs> like i've been to your house idiot <laughs> like <laughs> let's get your shit together how would you like to get your shit together i'm like i would love a garbage can, can he's you, like, well all right let's can you do that give me it's like can you get me something that's literally for putting shit together and yeah <laughs> how much of this garbage can we get away for the least amount of money possible let's do it wholesale garbage yeah. disposal so one thirtieth birthday at a time if somehow uh you're from the future and you listen to this podcast before September twenty seventh. You're welcome, Future Self Podcast. Um, come get some garbage from my house and take it. It's not really garbage. It's just shit that I don't need. Hey, Jeffany, you want some garbage? <laughs> I've been needing three extra toilets <laughs> trying for all these beef. <laughs> I got two of them. <laughs> trying to take some hot garbage back to Pittsburgh. I <laughs> <laughs> please. I, I have two toilets. I have two dishwashers. I have a uh, a lawnmower and. Two futons. Two tons. You need a futon. Two tons. The two tons. <laughs> two tons of futons. Two tons. I got them. All right. We got I kept the mattresses plan. inside, even. I'm not even going to keep the mattresses in my garage because that would be gross. Yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah. where are these mattresses been? They're in my upstairs, the, which okay, is taking so two did, of the bedrooms of my house completely off the market right did now. Did any of this? Well, I mean, it's still a bedroom if yeah, you're but selling it's full the of house. garbage. Oh, yeah. I need to get all the garbage out of there first. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't even understand this. 
So you're gonna have so much room for activities. So much more room for activities. <laughs> I'm gonna have more room than I have ever known what to do with in my house because <laughs> I don't have band practice there anymore. I might as well light my drum set on fire. I don't need that shit well, anymore. Well, don't throw that in the dumpster. No, I'm not gonna. But I was thinking about it. Your house is gonna be less soundproof for your drums yeah. now. Oh, definitely, because there's not a nice, you know, two foot layer of garbage, garbage. on top of it. <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it's not. I'm not trying to say that I've been a trash person, but secretly I've been a trash person for my. Are you a 20s. hoarder? No, not at all. Because it's not. It's not I, a hoard. It was already there. When, yes, when I say garbage, I don't mean real garbage. I mean just like construction shit. You had like a pre-furnished hoard when well, you moved in. Well, no, the, the bank foreclosed on the previous owner. Yeah, and then just instead of paying a garbage company the amount of money that my dad just recently paid them, they just said, "Yeah, fuck it. There's a two-car garage. They Throw it in the there. cost onto you, <laughs> onto the consumer. <laughs> so you're not really getting away with a HUD house, you jerks." There's a bunch of garbage in the garage. <laughs> That's going to be Make a sure problem. you look in there. Look in the garage before you buy the house, guys. <laughs> Technically, it's a one-bedroom. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not a four-bedroom at all. It's three bedrooms worth of dog shit. But, uh, so yeah, so that's going to be my Thursday afternoon. I, I don't mean, know what you thought. You should come help me out next week, and it'll be, it'd be super cool. We can document it. Well, I'm going to take a bunch of pictures. If, I, gonna... if I have time, yeah. I, I might be able to. I, you don't even have to say. I'm a bad friend. I probably can't. Just pretend. I probably can't. Okay. You can say, "Yo, I'll be there." Yeah, Fuck. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna help you. I can get through superimpose this, gonna, you. I can gonna... superimpose your picture into it. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> this is all make believe. This is all make em ups. Make really bad Photoshop of me helping. This is all make em ups. <laughs> we got them. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I'm gonna Photoshop you into the pictures of me cleaning <laughs> up Garbage Mountain. But that is my most immediate goal, only because that's something that I feel like I can. I can nail in the next week and a half. Yeah. Well, that'll clear the mental space. To exactly. Write exactly. These five minutes. Right. Because my house is, have you, is shit. And after have you I been clean writing all this any gu- any bits about this? Yeah, I've written some bits. Let me uh, about you, the you garbage can, or not about oh, the garbage? Oh, yet. I, go into I, the, I mean, I haven't written any bits about the garbage. We're gonna go yet. into the uh, less funny than whatever they are, <laughs> whatever risky thing they are bits. I wrote a joke today that's September 11th. I don't okay. know if I should get into it. I mean, that's it's whatever, man. Well, you know. I'm just, I mean, my only point at any time is like just make sure you can look yourself in the mirror afterwards. Well, I saw like, a person post a very sappy post today on Facebook saying September 12th, 2001 was one of the best days this country ever it's like had. A poetry reading. Right. It was it was it was a great day. You know, everybody <laughs> was united, and and that was back in the day when we had something to unite ourselves together with. Yeah, you know? and I thought about that a little bit, and they and actually at the end of their post they said we need another September twelfth. I was like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I was like, I agree with you, but not for the reason that you probably think I agree with you. I agree that we need another September 12th because I can think of 3,000 or so people that need to die like right now. <laughs> Should probably just die. <laughs> like you're going to name them by name. No, not at all. I just I could probably come up with 3,000 people if I got put to the task. Like you just have to start generalizing like people right. who wear turtlenecks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> More and than see, once it's not, a year. It's not serious. See, that's a punching down joke, but that's not. I'm not serious about it. I mean, that. that's not as bad. Well, I think the main problem, though, is the other night when you're super excited and you're sitting here reading me this well, premises. Let's not talk about that. It was literally just premises. It was dark. It was dark premises. I was trying to stretch my limits, and I found them. I found 
what I can even bounce off of you. I found I found the the wall of bounce offable against Bob jokes, <laughs> and that's good. What, so, so what's I'll, what's the tangible line <laughs> if it's that? It was just I you, didn't I have like any direction. I, I, oh, I had. I gotta go real quick, you guys. All right, take a break. All right. Yep. We'll take one more break here, guys. We'll be right back. Insert advertisement. I don't know how to push pause. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we paused at the line of Oh, I definitely haven't I haven't paused yet at all. So this is all still live. We'll cut this out. Yeah, yeah. None of this matters. But And if there's some good clips in here, we'll just uh we'll roll with it. Either way, you found the wall of bounceable Bob jokes. Oh yeah, it gets uh, I went out to Bowling League, which is a bad place for a comic to be because people who bowl in a league are very aggressive with their comedy stylings, and they will <laughs> laugh at any stupid thing you say, even if it's really racist. Especially, really off, especially if it's really racist. Yes, they love that type of shit, and that's not the kind of crowd that I need to be pandering to, I think. So I had some ideas last uh, last bowling league night I had. I sent them over to Bob, and he's like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> All right. And I, especially after I woke up the next day, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh, my God. So what have I done? you're truly in bowling mode. Absolutely, yes. I, I, and see, I become a bowler when I'm at bowling league, and that's a bad place to be because I feel like – you know, once you get really good at bowling, you fall into like a group of people that is just the worst. But uh yeah, that was that was a fun night. I'm out of stuff to talk about. I'm I'm, I'm watching the uh the blanket door of the fort here until Bob comes back. I'm actually actually we can uh, catch him live on the baby monitor that we're looking at right now, you guys. I think that's what he's going upstairs to do. Uh, this cold brew coffee is still way too strong. Still drinking it though. One thirty in the morning. Still gonna try to figure out how to pause this going to surmise it and and basically I need to document it for the podcast certainly but this is it's more of just it, it's more than just getting a dumpster real quick for a week this is like my entire 20s I didn't have a great 20s Bob yeah. I don't know if you knew me in my 20s it was a very adult um, gift <laughs> right but not even that I'm just talking about my 20s as a person were not ideal some cooler things could have happened yeah. Some shitty things definitely happened. Right. And if I can embody all of those into this one dumpster full of garbage, like it's going to be very therapeutic for me, I think. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do this weekend. Nice. Starting Thursday. 
join us live maybe <laughs> i don't know how to do live things with, with this but we'll so talk gonna, about it certainly. we're gonna get a dumpster and light it on fire yeah you're gonna come over and we're gonna take a couple of pictures <laughs> even if you can only stop by for a cameo let's do a let's do a posy pose on top of the <laughs> giant garbage pile and just we'll like a good. just like a we'll pretend that you help me pick that. yeah we'll pretend <laughs> we'll pretend you help me pick that couch pretend up. pretend bob's not a bad friend no it's not that at all i'm just saying <laughs> you know no, no, we can we can definitely figure that out. Yeah, that's my short term goal though. My most short term goal. Well, I feel like you have followed like a... closely behind my five minute set goal, which is very important to me. I'm I'm glad that that didn't take much talking into. No, it's something that I've needed to do forever, and and just I don't know. I get in this weird mode of like I want to be in that group that you say I've come out more and do do more comedy, yeah. and but I feel like I haven't proven myself enough to be in the group of these people who I, again, before I started ever doing this, I came out to watch five times a week. Yeah. I really idolized all these local people, and I, I still do. I mean, well, I mean I there's a lot of different people there's a, now even. But but even then, like, there's still, you know, the, the couple heavy hitters around from when I started. Even if they moved away from yeah. here, there's some of them that are still here. Some of them moved away. Right. But, but regardless, I, I, I really put a huge amount of respect and I still do into these these people that I watch do this so fucking effortlessly. Yeah. And I don't know why I, I seriously don't know why it's so hard for me. Well do you feel to, like you idolize them just also because they can do it so easily? A little bit, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's it's less about material because yeah. if I if I come out and watch somebody do the same material Ten times in a row, but I, just when I first started, I'd be like, "Ugh, how dare you!" Well, I I'm feel gonna like write five minutes every single time I do this. But like, no, like now as an actual comedian, which I hopefully consider myself <laughs> as a little bit, at least a teensy bit of comedian, doing the same set, it, you're just you're fucking dialing it in, which is something right. I've never done. But or, but or they might just aside, be working on one specific or, or, line sure. in that five minute bit, right? Even. Or putting different tags in, and, yeah. And, and totally content aside, because I've I've stopped recently listening to as much local community other than the the first timers, which I love going to those shows. That's an awesome show that you have, and you need to keep doing that forever. Yeah, that's an awesome, uh, you know, a way for anybody to get into it. It's a good healthy environment for somebody to start because that's basically before you framed them as that that was yeah. my first show right i mean yeah i brought a bunch of people but i brought 10 people to with, with me to my first show but there was a hundred people there that yeah night. i mean that was and, a good and the the expectation is they don't know who is the new comedian who's been right. doing it for seven years and, and even before you framed it like that like if you have five first-time comedians on a 20-person show. Those yeah. five people are probably going to bring 10 people each because right. everybody wants to see the first time you ever do comedy. Nobody ever is going to give a shit after you do it one time. Well, and no matter but what. that first time you do it, there's that's that's gangbusters well, as far that, as audience. And you, get them, you get them plugged into the scene, and like, like the thing is, over time when people come see the same show, like, I mean, the return on people in the audience really dwindles if you're not yeah. getting new people involved. Sure. Because, I mean, those people in the audience, so it could be new comedians as well. And it's just good to constantly spread the, the awareness of it being something that's going on so that a larger segment of the population is aware of it and wants to come do it. Right. You know, because at that point, like, you might get some, like, as long as you can get one of those people to come out, like, every six months to a show. Sure. 
then at that point in time, it, it is good for the community, whether it's that show or a show somewhere else, or if one out of those 10 people that come to the show uh, ends up doing comedy in the future. It just keeps feeding and building and making it into more of a thing. And I, I like having it be something that's accessible that people can try because I feel like it's important. Like anyone, I wouldn't necessarily say anyone should do comedy, but anyone who would ask the question like, can I or should I? Like, if you're going to ask, should Everybody I do this? Should. I think you should Every try it Every single once. person yeah. should ever. But to my own, my other point that I was making before is, like, l- less than I'm worried about everybody's content. I'm more yeah. now when I come out to watch these local guys, I'm just I'm, – I'm watching and I'm envious of how they are on stage. And, again, I could get into a list of people here that would be a fucking mile long, but you all know who you are. Anybody who does comedy well, local in Kalamazoo regularly is to, much better, in my opinion, <laughs> at this than I am. Well, to narrow it down, like, I mean, you you mentioned before to me, like, a couple times that you've had, like, some epiphanies this week. Like, what what are some... Because I feel like you... I, I don't know. I feel like you've been watching very closely for certain things yeah. that you want to work on yourself. Like, what are the main things that you've noticed or, like, the aha moments that you've had? My main... We we talked about it on the previous one or in the car cast. I don't know the dead episode. Yeah, d- dead space. Um, <laughs> but my opening line. I don't. I've never had an opener. I need to get an opener. Yeah. I, I, I get. I get shoehorned into these stupid fucking three minute long diatribes that might be funny right at the end if there's a group of people that wants to hang in there with me. Yeah. But even if they're hanging in there with me or not. If they're silent, I get self-conscious and I bail. So even if these people were going to hang in there for that joke, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oop, if you didn't laugh every 20 seconds, fuck you guys. Next joke. I feel like that was the the Sunday at Rupert's. You're about to start getting into the real meat of the Duck Dynasty thing or the, the Duck Call thing. And then... You and just, I just decided failed. to switch gears. Because my brain melted. And I short circuit. I think part of the problem, too, was like that thing that we were messing around with. Like, am I famous yet? Like, you kind of got on like a minute long. Uh, oh, that was a. Was that really a minute? Jesus Christ. Maybe not that oh, long, but it was yikes. like 30 seconds oh, that was to where a like. Silly bunch it, kinda, of it was just something that you were just goofing around with where you could have done that in the middle after you like no. told like the beginning of the I should have never or, done that. That was one chuckly thing that i heard on this right. podcast that i said on the episode before this i was like <laughs> am oh, i famous I could, yet i could make that well, into a joke i feel like that's the thing with that is that could be funny it's just there was less like you didn't really put a lot of context into oh, it not at all because no, zero because you were kind of like this is what we're all doing it for to be famous i don't know you if, all know me because you heard of everything yeah. i've ever done right so Stupid. i mean in the context yeah, of the that podcast was, that's funny right but like I, when you just do on it on stage, stage it without just a disaster like because i mean it's not like because even that could be a funnier joke though if in the middle like you're just like uh like thank god i'm gonna be famous one day <laughs> like yeah. or something like that that could be funny and but. and literally as crazy as i am and and producing all of my shit as a script and getting all set up that was a weird thing because i think i got thrown for a loop because like we were saying earlier i got out there with six and a half minutes yeah and then i'm like oh as a responsible adult i can only do five minutes because certainly like, <laughs> I, I should not ever expect any more than that so i was like oh shit 
panic mode. So I cut my set in half, and then I cut my set in half, and now it's three minutes. Okay. So now I need some. I need to just okay. So I have a good three minute joke, Duck Dynasty shit, and I didn't yeah. even get into that. But I'm going to go up there and spitball for a minute and a half, and then get into my three minutes of material. Dog shit went terribly. Went into my prepared three minutes, didn't get anything. Pulled the ripcord a minute into that. Did a couple other minutes of dog shit. That's just so off you the top never of my got head. into anything. No, not at all. That was one of the worst sets up. Short, wanna, short of the what? set that shall not be named. Yeah, that was the worst set I've ever had. Well, you want to know what though? It's it would be better to basically have like a six minute set prepared and just do as much of it as you can. Get cut off and cut get, me yeah, off. Yeah, get cut off and right. figure out how to either finish the joke quickly or whatever laugh you get next yeah. then just end it and then you could honestly if you have like a 10 minute bit that you're working on you can pick up where you left off the next time you get on stage basically yeah. if it if it makes sense or just get to it quickly yeah. and then you work on the next tags or you just because i mean at a certain point like a joke is literally setup and punchline everything else is in between I got so, a lot in between. How and, much in between you need? I got well, all that's, of the in between. That's fine, but then I mean, in that case, you Kidding. can kind of. I mean, I wish I had better, more broken down examples of like bits that I might have worked on that way. But it's like, just you gotta you gotta stick to your time, or if you need more time to get like the one idea out, or like the two things, then you talk to the the host if, and figure if, it out. But if you need more time to get that one or two ideas out, the host will realize that while you're on stage and he'll let you just roll. I mean, he's, he's not going to come up to the side of the stage while you're going 30 seconds. I mean, over. I'll do if that. To smash people, like, <clears throat> I mean, I'm smashing though. Maybe. Yeah. If you're demolishing then yeah, but you got to be right. Undeniable at that exactly. point. Like, which I certainly wasn't, which is why I <laughs> cut myself off in right. a respectable three and a half minutes. I don't even, right. I didn't bring, the I mean, five. it depends. Let me get out of here. It depends on the host, though. Some people don't oh. play no shit. Well, I just I, I felt bad for taking it's, up three and a half minutes. I would Nate's say time. if that you was... if you think you need extra time, well, first and foremost, what I said the other day though too is don't waste time doing the host job like at the beginning of the show. I didn't think I did like, that. Time. Well, and I don't. I normally I don't do think that, you have a right. problem with it, and I mean, I a lot of people do that. Like even I do that sometimes. You know what I mean? But basically, you, you say thank you. And then you start doing your material, or you just yeah. start doing your material. And then, honestly, at an open mic, that could buy you a minute of extra time. Yeah. If if the host isn't paying close attention, well, like that's going to buy you extra time. Just you get an extra thirty seconds off the bat if you don't waste thirty seconds going. Give it up for everyone else you saw. Keep it going for your host. How you guys doing tonight? Like, if it doesn't make sense for your material, like you just take the stage and be like. I spend a lot of time traveling for work. I go to I I've work never in the voted steel industry. Like, yeah, that's how I'm opening my next set. I don't think Jeffany's ever voted either. What's up? Jeffany doesn't vote. <laughs> Jeffany don't vote. I've never voted either, my, but it's not my some goal. sort of political statement. It's, I'm just <laughs> lazy, and it's not close enough to my house, so I don't want to go. I don't think Jeffany. I think Jeffany feels about the same way. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. Now, it's, now this last half of this podcast is going to be getting me getting the two of you to care enough to vote. No, we'll do that <laughs> on the next one. That's a that's a different episode. But well, um, next time Jeffany's in town, yeah, the Jeffination. It's my third wish. But yeah, that's um I actually think I I came up with a good way of um incorporating my drunk driving hero joke. Oh which yeah. It has to stay. I decided 
No, Matt I feel Harper like, convinced me. Yeah. Shout out to Matt Harper. Another episode podcast. People you guys go check it out too. on Podbean or whatever the things are. You probably you probably heard an episode. Go check or it out. You heard the ad yeah. for it, which we need to record an ad for. Uh, oh, definitely. Which, Jeffany, we do need the other that other song for all of our uses. But again, I'm on it. Did you? Why, guys... are, why are you listening to our podcast when his exists? Go check out his. It's, <laughs> it's much more. Episode. It's, it's much, much more, more highly produced than this. Yeah, yeah they have their ours... own shit figured out. It's much better than. We're this. still figuring it out as we yeah, go, but we're working through. And it. check out my podcast, the Jeffany Smillis Hour. Plug, <laughs> plug, plug. Is, Thank you. It's it's where Jeffany sits <laughs> quietly and then interjects every 45 minutes <laughs> well, you gotta go listen and find out for yourself <laughs> i'll just record an hour of silence in this basement and you can just keep posting it like you just you can just put it on anchor <laughs> and then you j- we should just put it on anchor and then you do the reads for anchor <laughs> i don't know maybe i should just make that as one of my side projects <laughs> anything to please the people please the side projects we have um all of them. I don't know. I ever since we got the studio set up, though, I'm just like super ready to produce audio. Like I still need to uh, re-record. <laughs> Stop holding the boom. You're gonna break it. You we're break just, it. You buy talking. a new one. That's if you 100 percent. Okay. 100 percent accurate. And we're we're not gonna be able to just find another one of these twenty dollar Facebook could, Craigslist coffee tables. I could buy one of these on Facebook tomorrow. Dude, this was this was a good find. This is a good deal. That's true. But anyways, I don't remember what I was talking about. Something about Matt Harper. Um, oh yeah, he convinced me to, to live my the, own truth and yeah. to keep telling one of the first jokes I ever wrote because maybe it's good. I don't know. I'll try to figure out a way to make it good. <laughs> well, live your truth as long as you're not being overtly racist or sexist. Well, <laughs> like, we talked about that yeah. while you were upstairs with the baby. And okay. I still stand by that premise. I'm sorry. Which the limp? It's not funny at all. Well, but I it mean, could be if Doug Stanhope said it right now. It would be funny. You laugh. Mean, I'm sorry. The don't difference, say you wouldn't laugh. It would. I, you would laugh if Doug Stanhope. Said I mean, it right I don't now. laugh at. I didn't laugh at all of Doug Stanhope's material though okay. either. But you don't have to. I'm I mean, just saying. the thing is though, it's whenever you're doing something that's edgy, in my opinion, is. And at the same time, if you put enough effort into comedy, then you can get to that point. Which I don't. We know a lot of so people. How dare I? We, well, no, 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 no. Like well, I'm, that's. I'm, I'm not that. saying you can't work I'm on them. The problem is you brought it to me. Yeah. No, like the the time when I'm like Ew, or ooh is when you bring it to me as still a premise where you oh, obviously yeah. haven't put that much work into Nonsense. it. Nonsense. And then like, the only response I can have is like that's not yeah, ready yet. Yeah. Or like oh yeah. Be careful with that. <laughs> like it's literally like you're sitting there playing with like molten lava without like proper containment. <laughs> like I would say dynamite. I'm I'm fucking around with dynamite. You're hitting I, you're I, hitting I, nitroglycerin with hammers. I I know that a lighter is gonna fucking light this dynamite. You gotta off, mix like, some sawdust in the. I'm nitroglycerin. still gonna smoke a cigarette while I'm fucking around with this dynamite. Like don't tell me how to live. It's like that video with the dead whale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. But no, I understand what you're saying. But and, the thing and, is, if you look at people who are truly great at walking that line and basically making edgy comedy or whatever, yeah. like to be like dark or whatever, it's the fact of the matter is that whatever the line they're pushing, 
the humor is like way up above, and, that. Way yeah, above yeah. that to where it doesn't matter what the topic is. It's it's a good point usually, and that's why and I, it's hilarious, and that's what forgives the rest of it and makes it like not overtly just a, that statement. Of the in the last three weeks, I've given myself. I'm still texting myself. Yeah. I haven't written this down yet. That's fine. I've, I've texted myself a hundred and fifty-seven times. Yeah, deleted four of those. That was the horse shit that I. Well, bol- that's not. That's, that's not the, even bad. Well, I'm just saying that's the. You've bol- only deleted four out of a hundred and fifty-seven. No, it, 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 it was those four. <clears throat> not saying that everything. All the ones on that you were reading to yeah. me. It was dark. But, it was bowling. It was bowling league well, shit. The other. <laughs> Get that out of here. I uh, know. I want to hear that bowling league joke no. though. For real, that it's was terrible. good. Oh, you just you don't like my day. tags. <laughs> no, I'll tell that on stage. I think one day. the bowling league joke is good, and that's the thing is that is your life. That's something right. that you do, and that's and see, how you that's, feel about it. So that is the problem. Is is up until now, even with those ones that I sent you, which I'm glad that we haven't dissected those on this podcast because <laughs> they were dark and weird and stupid and pointless. Um, but like, yeah, I need I need to start writing jokes. Finding my voice. We're going back to hey, we're bringing it all. Well, I mean, around. everyone's. I, I just everyone's got to find their voice. We all right. But I, I've I've written more jokes than I'd like to admit about shit that I've never done. Right. I know it's something that somebody my age could have done. Yeah. So I'm just assuming it's what like somebody my not, age would you're not have like done. writing jokes about the time that you rode on the Titanic and it sank. Well, yeah, but <laughs> e- e- even that. I mean, for example, the 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 catfishing. Tinder yeah. joke I used to have back in the day. I'm never going to tell it again, so I can talk about it on this podcast. Doesn't matter. I used to have. You a don't joke. think you're ever going to tell that one again? I, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, everybody's got a Tinder joke, and I don't think that that Tinder joke is worth keeping around three years later. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I told that joke before I quit the first time, so that would have yeah. been two and a half years ago. I mean, I don't everybody's got. A I don't Tinder think. Joke. Yeah, I don't think Tinder is as much on the outside of open mics right now. It's not really well, a hot button topic anymore. Either way, yeah. It's yeah. well trodden. Exactly. And and I get into Tinder with that the end of that Duck Dynasty I shit. Like, I like that Which one, is a though. good way to get into that. But see, before I wrote this silly joke about me pretending to be a female because uh, it's a much harder for a woman in 2018, 2017, 2019, whatever... It, there's a lot of gross, dumb dickheads, and yeah. I was just trying to to poke fun at that without any real, you know, well, first hand no, experience. The joke was pretty good. Like where you were, the whole joke was I pretend you're to be a catfishing girl. people yeah. on Tinder. Well, well, I talk about the way I get into it is like, oh, I have, I have, I don't know why everybody talks shit about Tinder. I think it's great. Yeah, I get hits all the time, but it's because I'm pretending to be a 19 year old <laughs> fat titted redhead named Stacy. Well, I mean, you don't even say it that way, do you? Pretty much, you say I'm a fat-titted red. Fat I'm a fat-titted redhead, redhead named but Stacy. You get a 19-year-old and Stacy. It's with an I, so you can tell she's a whore with a heart. Yeah, no, no <laughs> ey. It's just an I, a hard I. That's accurate. The they, I. They, well, they I mean, swallow. Well, I mean, no. okay. So here's the thing with it's not that, a funny no, joke. No, no, you don't have that to... is it is pretty funny, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you can't like. I mean, the landmines you got to look out for is like the off-putting parts of your speech. Because I mean, I mean people with, it's with something that I've self-edited quite a bit. Names that end with a vowel, fuck them. Well, that's and I, that's fine. Like that's not even the part. But when you're just gonna be like, she's a whore. Like I mean, just you could. 
you could say I'm talking that about a disembodied person. I understand, but it's like there's it's part of my abrasion. The whores in the audience right now, fuck them, are upset. Good. They probably want you to, but they any, get way more dick than but, I do. So fuck them. <laughs> Their life is way better so, than mine. But I mean, like you could say, you could say that she's promiscuous in a different way. Like maybe that just that she's down or like something funny, like something that's funny. Because okay. just saying that she's a whore is not. The last funny. time I told that joke, I didn't say she was a whore. I said okay. she swallows. Okay, is all. <laughs> okay, she's not vegan Listen. anymore. <laughs> right, but see, see, that's why I haven't told that joke. In I three mean, years. why are we? Why are we criticizing? I got way more jokes that we need to criticize while I'm trying to write this five minutes than some shit that I wrote. No, no, three but I feel ago. like so that. Like, let's settle felt, down. For a second. Well, let me give you an example, like one of mine that it never really got off the ground but also i was doing you really want to talk about this i mean like i'm trying to give you an example i need to chime in before you do and just let you know that jeffany is spelled with a y (laughs) not an i that's important jeffany it's a y with a heart over he's not gonna swallow your cum guys he spells his name with a y he's a responsible adult but i had one that i was working on that's never really gotten off the ground um where it was about how um, Disney movies and fairy, like the fairy tales that they choose to tell, support rape culture. Ugh. Like especially like Sleeping Beauty, because like just some some dude just comes to a castle in the middle of the woods and it's just some girl like sleeping, <laughs> and he's like, oh, like uh, I'm just gonna. Like, oh, she's just here. Like, she's, like, dead. Like, I can do anything I want. And he goes in and kisses her. And then she wakes up. And she's like, who are you? Where's my parents? What's going on? And he's like, uh, I love you. <laughs> like, yeah, I love you. True love's first kiss. It's like, that's not true love's first kiss. That's true rape's first kiss. <laughs> like, I don't know. But just saying, like, in saying it that way, that's just, like, saying true rape's first kiss is, like, too... It's too harsh. You think that's too harsh, really? I just the way when you frame it into a Disney movie, you still think that's too harsh. And this is important. This is an important thing to get out in the wash right now. You, but, th- you I still mean, think? I'm, and no, I'm not even. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just saying you legitimately still well, think I mean, that even that's just, too much. I mean, it's like the type of thing that I'm like Don't walk dealing with. Stand, I'm not walking room. it back. But I mean, I do need to apologize less. But the thing is, it's like. Uh, I mean, my favorite part of that, though, is the thought of, like, him, like, finding the, the girl and, like, just looking both ways before he s- slaps one on her. And then she wakes up and he's got to, like, sit there and backtrack to himself just, like, uh, like, because she's like, why are you, why'd you kiss me? Like, wh- I can even call the cops. And he's like, uh, 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 I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I it's been a while. I need to probably write on it again. But just I just using the word rape, though, in a way, like, I mean regardless of how you feel about being politically correct it's still like a very like sensitive subject it's for a, sure yeah it's a sensitive subject it's a polarizing thing like you don't want to cheapen any like any yeah feelings around it or oh, make totally. people feel less cuz totally i mean not. it's the same thing as when like i talk about like politics or the president or vaccines things like that like i mean i want to talk about more serious subjects but at the same time i've got to pause right there yeah Shitting on the president and shitting on vaccines is nowhere near the same as shitting on rape. Yeah. And trust me, that's coming from well, somebody I mean... who's had one of his <laughs> worst sets of his life digging into that particular R-word topic. So, yeah. 
that was one of the most disastrous times I've ever had on stage. I tried to take that for a while. I had a funny joke that was two minutes worth of that, and then I stepped it out to a four-minute time, and it just got real dark. That's not a good subject to talk about. But at the same time, to say, which you didn't, and I'm just talking in generalities here, to say that somebody should be scared of of touching material in that topic. They should be scared of Prince Charming is what I'm saying. Sorry. Well. You're cheapening my point here. No, no, go ahead. No, it's it's already, it's whatever. It, to, to be scared of that topic. I just gave it True Love's first kiss is all. No. You're still doing it. <laughs> You're still doing it right now. See, so see, that's a that's a tactic, and I, I understand that. I'm not trying to say I'm going to get into a diatribe here about no, rape. No, I'm sorry. But uh, No, you're you don't have to be and that's that's what i'm saying i'm not expecting you to to be silent while i talk about rape you guys that's not but just that, that's such a that, that that scares people so much and it should because it's a horrible thing but it should not be in any way off off limits for comedy go right. and fuck yourself well and i mean the thing is when i talk about those type of things i'm not saying you i'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Comedy. But in general, but it's like, and I'm sure most people, when they talk about those sorts of things, especially in that context, it's to more to like be like, hey, think about this. Like, right. And this is like. Yeah. Again, and c- coming from somebody who's who's taken that set that I'm idealizing right now as funny, and I've taken that in such a horrible direction that I don't deserve to still be having stage time after that one set. <laughs> Thank God I can still get on stage. But so I, I, I know the dark side of, of talking about that. Yeah. I'm not trying to cheapen it. I'm not trying to say any jokes about rape are funny. But if you say, oh, that joke has the R word in it, go fuck yourself. Go right. fuck yourself. Like, yeah. come on for a second. Well, why, don't you, why don't you give it a chance to breathe here? And if it's terrible, that comedian will either realize it's terrible and never say it again, like old two thumbs over here. Well, and or, I mean, or they won't realize that, and you'll have a thing like might have happened at that uh, first-timer show. Yeah. That was the third time I've seen that set from a particular person, and it uh. was... Cringy. It, it's, it's, I'm not going to get into it. It's, it's, it's no point. It just I've, I've seen people. I've seen people take that kind of material and think that they're confident with it, and run with it. And this is my joke. And fuck you. I'm going to tell this joke because I think it's funny. Which again, I'm super guilty of. I do that all the time. Yeah. But when it gets After into like something the third that or fourth serious, time. no, one time, one time, I got into something that serious. I'm like, I will never. Never gonna certainly well, do you, ever tell. Do you this feel joke like again. it's important for the audience though? Yeah, if they, it's, yes. if it's that bad to like Absolutely. push back against it. No, no, it was it was within, and I I was lucky enough to only have one audience member that night to come up and actually get in my face and tell me how unacceptable the jokes I told were. Yeah, they, I mean, again, that was three years ago, and I'm still uncomfortable about it. Well, I mean, there's some people though that are under the belief, which I mean, kind of lines up in some of the other things that we've talked about. Those that. Like comedians should just have like free reign on stage. Absolutely, and, like, they should not have fuck you any judgment. But you can leave. You can walk out if you want. Nobody's asking you to. But be I here. mean, at the same time, like then, why is it good that they gave it's you not feedback good. like that? It, because I am a reasonable human being, and okay. I feel like I want the audience to have a good time because I care more about the audience than I will ever care about myself ever. Well, and the, and the, the one time that I bum the audience. 
regardless of if I do a shitty set and the audience doesn't care about anything I'm saying and they're not having a good time because I suck ass, that's different. But the one time that I feel that I've ever gotten feedback that I made somebody in the audience really uncomfortable, I felt so super bad about but that. But they, they did it in like a respectful manner, though, right? No. Oh. They, I was lucky I didn't get a drink poured in my face, but oh. I would have <laughs> deserved it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been bummed out if I would have gotten a drink for it. Get in my the face. Michael Bird shot glass to the jaw. J- Jason Alt special. Jason Alt might be the only person that remembers this. I'm not sure if he does. I'm going to give him a shout out. He uh, was the one person that came up to that lady and talked her down from throwing a drink in my <laughs> face. So I really appreciate that, Jason. That was one of my third or fourth times ever doing comedy. That was. I'll remember that forever. You say that me. was one of your first times. I would have quit. That was probably my fourth or fifth time ever doing it. <laughs> I would have quit that night had it not been for Jason. Yeah. I love that guy. I mean, one of these days you're going to tell me what you said. Yeah, I don't almost want to even remember it myself. But y- you're right. You know what it is, don't you? Um. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, no, it's it's bad. <clears throat> I I did. But I I feel like though there's like kind of a trend in in comedy where. Like especially like big name people who have gotten so far to where they don't have to care about these things anymore. So instead, they get pissed off when like they feel like comedians yeah. are being censored or deplatformed for no reason. That's fair too. That's the Joe like, Rogan. Then, That's fair. Then, but I mean, I feel like it should be their responsibility yes. to a certain extent to stop it to to pay attention to those things to stop doing it. And I mean, but I feel like that's there's kind of a juxtaposition though, because like they feel like you should, as a comedian, you should be able to say whatever it is you want to yes. on stage. But we've also talked about like at a certain point, like the what's his name and the who's it's who, Doesn't like matter. literally, like who's the um. A crazy long last name that got like deplatformed from YouTube or something. Um, hmm. well, lots of people. Or like How just much the, time you got? the info Alex Jones. Or, like, yeah, Alex like, Jones, Mark Helicopter, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like the, the things that you're like, oh, it's just really funny humor when it's really just the thing is like what happens when that starts to become like a, a, uh, a cornerstone of someone's belief because like, someone's saying it through an official channel like you know what i mean like we're not talking about where's... national platforms right now we're talking about yeah shitty open micro comedy and what i know content i know is acceptable and not okay so here's the thing but at the if, same if I, but, if I okay if I, I think if that I puts me back on track though is like we're not at a level like because that kind of brings a full circle is we're not at a level like someone who has a large fan base who will be given the time of day to even work on that type of material so let me say, if I ever had that sort of fan base, I, I I told an egregious joke, an egregious set of jokes, one time to a room full of maybe forty people, and and, and I as, as a human, I, I as a reasonable human will never say some of those things ever again. Yeah, and then, but that's good. If you have a national platform and you keep doing that shit, shame on you. But I don't think a lot of guys are doing that. You yeah. you have different opinions about Joe Rogan and the the platform he gives people, which will be a totally different episode. I'm not going to get into that with you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will do that another time. But well, I mean, he's not I like, going up on I stage like saying rapey rape rape. Yeah, fuck you, cuntity cunt cunt cunt. Well, he's and not. he he knows there's a certain line where he's got to be reasonable. But he I, pushes it a little hard because of how famous he is. Yeah, and I totally accept that. He he does. He does go against the grain a little bit harder than he needs to, right. but at the same time, don't 
don't go watch him, man. You know yeah. what he's going to say. <clears throat> Fuck off. Don't yeah. buy a ticket. I mean, go me, somewhere else. Me personally, I kind of go to just... Applebee's and get some one dollar margaritas and some <laughs> fucking Fiesta bites or whatever the hell they're selling. Quesadilla burger. A, yeah, exactly. Don't come to a comedy show if you don't want to be a little bit uncomfortable. So I, I feel like that's the that's their line in the sand that they kind of make is that that it's a comedy show, so it's their version of a safe space to say what I mean. It's all the same argument in a way where they'll make fun of other people's safe spaces, sure. but Absolutely. at the same time they want their own safe space. It's like well, the whole. I don't know. I'm just. I keep blowing I don't everything think there, up bigger. I don't think there is a safe space for language. Anybody that's pissed off about Dave Chappelle's new special, go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna die on that hill. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. I haven't even watched Dave Chappelle's but, new special. But I don't care what he says because I'm a reasonable adult. And if I watched it and it bummed me out. I just wouldn't watch his next one. Right. I don't need to go on Facebook and get 75 people's worth of confirmation bias about yeah. how pissed off it's, I am about it's it. Like go that, fuck off. It's like that uh, Bill Bear on Conan where they're like, with the Lance Armstrong thing, like no one's getting their yachts back. Like no one's going to take the hundreds of millions of dollars back from Dave Chappelle that he got from Netflix for his three specials that he put on there. Like he already got paid. I don't even care about that, man. They're already gonna pay him. That. They're gonna pay him again. Like and tell him to saying, fuck with more stuff. I don't think anybody should be looked down upon for the material they bring to stage in a stand-up act. If it's not good, that comedian's gonna know. And if that comedian doesn't change his act, then he's a sociopath, and that will become apparent plenty early enough for him to ever be famous. Well, I mean, and that's that's part of it is nobody that crazy is ever gonna get very far. It's a self-editing thing. Like it's, there's there's plenty of those people. I know you. Know, I know you could probably name at least three. I don't care about that. That aren't name. allowed to. I know you've seen plenty of those. Even in, I can think of two off the top of my head where. Oh, you mean my favorite comedian of all time? <laughs> Who's? Well, I'm not gonna say it. Oh, he he. he this... That's a different. That's a different episode. That's the next one. <laughs> Didn't we already talk about that? No, we. we got, I have a lot of controversial opinions. <laughs> we need to get this all out in the world. Oh no, I'm no, bad, no! I'm a yeah. bad person. Just stay away from the By politics. The that didn't go very well. Oh, I will never vote. I swear. I promise you right now. <laughs> I will never vote once. Just I tonight. Won't do it. Oh, don't vote tonight. Well, that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> I'm too exhausted to try and follow your through lines. You're (sighs) manic right now. Need some cold brew coffee. (laughs) All right. Well, but no, it's uh, you had a very good point there, though. Is like at a certain level, and it's the main thing that we were talking about before. Is like you have to get to a point where people will give you the time to talk about those subjects. You know, and. My main point that I I wanted to make earlier, though, is also that it's not our jobs to sit here and think up ways to make controversial subjects funny. So the more hot button the issue or the more deeply disturbing something might be, like you need more time to put into it, whether it's time in front of an audience that will listen to you ramble about it and accept your not as well presented performances until you can hone it or it's just got to be time of day that you spend before you bring it to the stage and if you don't have to worry about a day job i don't think there's any time that you should have to wait before you bring it to a stage and i think it's up to the comedian not the audience i don't think it's the audience's fault ever i think it's up to the comedian if they want to tell some material like that 
the only reason we do comedy, some of us, not you necessarily, some of us, sometimes, not even entirely me, but sometimes my head, the only reason I do comedy is to say some shit that I can't say at work. Yeah. Or I can't say even just hanging out here. Well, or I can't say to the McDonald's attendant that's taking my order. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, I have to be responsible <laughs> that, enough as a human. That would be funny. Like, what edgy joke are you going to try on the McDonald's attendant? <laughs> yeah. Something about rape, probably, apparently. But not really. But, like, so see, y- y- you, can, you can say material about that, and if it doesn't work, you have to realize that as a comedian. That's part of being a good comedian is yeah. reading the audience. I am a terrible comedian. I don't do comedy hardly ever, but I feel like I have, maybe if it's just from watching it as much as I have, I feel like I have a good pulse of the audience, which is why sometimes when my jokes, my lead-ups that take way too long, which need to get cut down anyways, but when they get silence, I'm reading the audience too much, yeah. and I just stop. Okay, you guys aren't listening to me because I, I'm more worried about the audience than anything else. So I will never have another set like I had that one night ever again because I, I will be able to see the red flags come up way before I did that particular Yeah, night. And it's not worth telling jokes like that. But it's not acceptable to me to take topics off the table because somebody's going to get butthurt about yeah. it. I'm sorry. I, I well, just I, I will I never accept that. I, I don't, and I'm not trying to take them off the table whatsoever. It's just the thing is, uh, if the higher up the ladder risk you go, like the more absolutely, I live and die by the sword. I live and die by the sword, son. And I mean, if somebody saw that set that I told three years ago and came out and slapped me in the face next Saturday with Bobby Kelly, September twenty eighth, Bobby (laughs) Kelly at Shakespeare's, you guys. I think this is already gonna wait. It doesn't matter. This is going to come already, out. This is a week. This is going to come out the this, day, day after. after. You guys are dead to me. You didn't show up. <laughs> if somebody came up and spit in my face that night and said, "That's for your show on November whatever the hell, uh, 2015," I'd be like, "You know what? That's very fair. You deserve <laughs> to give me one of those because I know what I'm doing and, and I'm smart enough to realize that I made a really big mistake, but I I need to be able to make that mistake. That's part of comedy." How yeah. dare you tell me that I can't even think about doing that? Because that's going to cut off some material. Not to say I, I almost I mean, gave a percentage. I'm not going to say I, I spend a lot of my time thinking about material like that. I'm just saying every once in a while, some shit like that will surface. Well, at the and it same might be point, funny. It might not if, be. Who but knows? if your entire act like it's not makes my up, entire act. I and not I'm even not, close. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if like on the same vein of like beforehand when. Um, we talked about uh, just people not being allowed to continue doing comedy or editing themselves out right. because of their material. Like, if that's all you're talking about, then you're not going to be given the stage time to continue talking about it. Sure. So you got to be you if you're going to keep doing that, then you got to be funnier than you are offensive. And then it'll fulfill itself and you'll continue moving through the sure. space. Um, but I mean, what were the biggest things you learned this week? I need an opener. Okay. Desperately, because if I'm left to my own devices, obviously in the last hour you've seen where my brain can go if I'm not put on a task. So <laughs> I have a task right now of writing short, punchy jokes. Okay, well, Middle America, Little so, Caesars Pizza, you guys. I'm telling <laughs> jokes about it. I swear. So you're gonna have hot and ready jokes, something like that. I can't think too much because when I think, it gets weird. And then, uh, but I mean, what do you think? Like your biggest epiphany was. That I don't have an opener. 
Yeah. Comedy wise. Well, I also, mean, there was some other things that we talked about. Garbage Mountain. Garbage Mountain's a big and then deal. Also, I mean, this is a big podcast for you. I feel like this is the first one you really opened up. Taking charge, good. brother. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? You got me that Charged. cold brew coffee, and we're trying to fucking fist fight at two thirty in the morning. What's up? <laughs> I'm trying to fist. I'm fight. not. I'm just. I'm. I just ready to go. Woo! I just we, woke up. We got on a tangent. I know. I just. You know. I just. I have very and. I'm sure you'll cut some of this out. That doesn't matter. I mean, I, 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 I have, clap for a reason. <laughs> that makes me so sad. No, it's I fine. It's just there wasn't the time for that. I. When is then? So see. We, that's, that's okay. That's, that's okay. I'm we, not didn't, gonna, we didn't no complete time. a conversation no about no, it. It's it, fine. It, it, that's fair. That's fair. You're going to cut all this out too. Clap again. <laughs> no, okay. I just, I, I mean, we're almost, we got yeah, we to wrap we're, it up. Yeah, so I'm trying to wrap uh, it up. I, I want to just, because uh, I mean, it was good. Like yeah. we, we focus on that. I mean, uh, my weight loss is on track. Like, I mean, we can only talk about that so much. You're doing much better than I am at comedy, by the way, <laughs> with your weight loss. So next, I think next week I might try to bring some treats. Treats. I'm going to bring some kale chips or kale something. Chips. Some weird diet snack <laughs> that I promise will be amazing. You still, you still need to figure out how many PS4 is 100 pounds. No, it's... Um, 14. I think they weigh like six and some change. They weigh almost seven pounds. So 14 of them would be we're about 100 gonna, We're going to say 14. <laughs> I weigh 6.86 pounds if I remember, and I'm weird, and I probably remember numbers. So it's probably exactly correct. So yeah. who knows? I mean, were there any other big epiphanies that you had, like at the Hastings show or like uh, I feel really bad. I, I feel really bad for not having five minutes together to to take advantage of the amazing opportunity that Matt Harper gave me to say, and, hey, man, you can do – five minutes right at this sold out show how fucking dare i not just do it like i i i, I was pissed at myself on the on the ride home from that show for that but like i just i knew i was probably not gonna do like i sent you that text i like i'm i don't right. think i have it tonight i'm down on myself yeah i'm, I'm in a shitty place with my jokes i don't well, ha- think i have it, good material. it was funny like you were in you were so inspired by that show and how well you thought it went yeah that, that you were more, even more pissed off like you enjoyed oh. that show so much you're even yeah. more pissed off at yourself absolutely and doing comedy afterwards i'm Ugh. like why are you bummed and you're like I just realized just all my jokes are shit. Yes. <laughs> Every joke I've ever written is garbage. And that's but not true. I, I, I understand that. And I'm I'm my own biggest critic. And and like I said, that people don't just throw opportunities like that at you. Right. To be in a fucking room of a hundred thirty plus people, god damn it. How people that are gonna be listening to this podcast are gonna be pissed that I was there and didn't do five minutes. Yeah, I mean, like an asshole. Well, this is this is one goal that I try. I've been trying to put into words for a Next while. Next time somebody I, gives me five minutes, I have to do it. Period. Well, the and I mean, at that point in time, it doesn't matter if you did well or badly at that show. Right. Like you weren't gonna be. You're given a guest spot. That's exactly. a chance to just do what you do. Work some shit. And out. if you do, if you do well or decent yeah. or slightly bad like it doesn't matter because there's another comedian yeah. coming up that can sure hopefully pull it out or matt's a good host he can figure it out but this yeah. is and i don't think you're guilty of any of this but this is kind of like my philosophy right now that if i were to give someone tips or i kind of want to just randomly tweet about it for no specific reason the other day but it's like when it comes to like stand up like in my opinion is like don't squander an opportunity that other people 
would, would love to have. Would love to and have. I, and yeah. I am. I'm shoehorn. Yeah, I'm forcing Did I my way. Did I say that the other day? Or I don't think I shared no, that with but, you yet. But that's just that's the of course that's exactly what you would say for that because yeah that that night. Well, and I I don't think you were necessarily, you weren't prepared for it. So (sighs) my main thing for you right now is be prepared for the future. Because as a comedian, there's, I have to, I I, I called myself a comedian on Twitter, on Tinder once, you guys. (laughs) I tried to have sex with women by saying I'm a comedian. So how fucking dare I not? Have five minutes for that spot. Well, I didn't mentally. Fuck me. I didn't mentally. Unacceptable. I didn't mentally go to that show though, in order to do, like I I knew I was doing between twenty and thirty minutes. Doesn't matter. But at the same time, if something happened to the headliner and the headliner didn't show up and someone needed a headline, what do you think I'd be prepared to do no matter what? Forty-five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like I can do that. Like I I'm knew. Not a real comedian yet. Like, and that's that's fine. But I mean, it's like at the same time, yep. if I ever go anywhere and someone asks me if I want to do five minutes, it doesn't matter how. Like, aside from it, unless I had like the most traumatic day ever or something happened, like I'm, I could do five minutes anytime. Every day of my life is the most traumatic day ever. <laughs> you don't know my life. Existence is pain, but yeah, I mean, that's the best <laughs> yeah, thing. I th- uh, those are the best things. Is like I always be prepared to fill in for that next level above you. Yep. Because that's, a good, that's, that's where a, opportunity comes from. Like that's Pat a good Siever, way to frame that. Pat Sievert like headlined Holly Hotel once because like the headliner didn't show up. Yeah. And I feel like now he's getting headliner opportunities because oh, of that. Also because and he he's deserves fucking it. Yeah, hilarious. he won funniest person in Grand Rapids. Settle down year. for a minute. But um, I don't think it was the Holly Hotel was his big breakthrough. Yeah. I think he's just no, a he's just genius. solid. Yeah, but um, name drop, name drop of Michigan comedians. Yeah. Everyone like us. <laughs> But, um, he fucking smashed that dude, Rupert's he's, room he's that hilarious. I ate dick holes in. Yeah, Pat's. I'm Pat's still great. picking the pubes out of my teeth <laughs> from that show, and he fucking smashed it. But yeah, that's the main his thing. His fucking album, by the way, you guys go to his album recording. Oh, do you it's know when it is? On a date. It's in point. November. We're gonna look it up right now, live on the air. But yeah, I, I feel like that's probably the best thing I I thought about this week, though, is just yeah. not squandering those opportunities. That's a, that's a good way to frame Cause, that because I wouldn't have probably thought about that in that way. But yeah, I I don't have because there's a lot of people that you see like go up on stage for some of these shows that like people are waiting a long time to like get on and like even them they worked hard to like get to that point or uh, put in enough effort to like send a message to someone to get on a show and then they just get drunk and like do whatever or like just don't even they're like oh three minutes in what do you guys want to talk about or like they don't have like a five minute set even prepared for this opportunity or for this set that they're doing and it's like why are you wasting your time like why are you why are you wasting time that someone else would have killed to have like that's exactly what i did i i took that time that somebody else would have killed to have and i just sent it into space Nobody got it. Well, no, I didn't take. I mean, it. that's that's what I'm saying. Is that show was not a a specific example of that though. The specific, but at the if it if it specific, Pacific, a Pacific example. <laughs> it's an ocean. Um, is that an eighty percent word? But no. no, like I don't feel like that was an example of it. But probably to you, like you squandered an opportunity that you would have loved to have, like just because you didn't have the confidence or the material prepared. Accurate. So, I mean, I guess that that is fair that it was an example of that. So, I mean, just positivity, like try and try and be ready to put yourself out there. Yeah. It's in November, as far as I can tell. Pat Sievert's. Pat Sievert's out recording Max Monday in November. 
Go to his Facebook page. You can find <laughs> out all about it. Or the Max Monday Facebook page would be comedian. good for that. Everybody there is amazing. Name drop. Um, but yeah, October we have Chris Mohan on the 3rd and Stuart Huff on the 17th at Shakespeare's, as well as uh, Steve Gillespie on the 31st with a DMNY uh, joint show. Uh, I think I think we rambled long enough into the night. Oh, we're way deep. This <laughs> is a fucking marathon. We did it, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. But you can uh, that are still out there. Yeah, t- like it on all those things. Uh, YWFS Pod. That's on the one. Facebook, Instagram, maybe Twitter, maybe even Twitter. <laughs> you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast things. Podbean. Uh, yeah, come to our Stitcher. Facebook page and interact with us. All of them. Tell us, tell us about what you think. <laughs> tell me to quit comedy, and I will trust your judgment. Ask, ask Jeffany to come back and bless us. Thanks for being here, Jeffany. <laughs> you can follow Jeffany Smillis on Twitter at Jeffany Smillis. Jeffany Smillis. Are you Thanks on- for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Jeffany. <laughs> Thank you for uh, the great beats. It's Jeffany with a Y. Jeffany with and an I simultaneously. It's like a quantum particle. You'll find it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> How long was that?